my patience. I, I know that you're sad, but don't think you're there with me. I, I just my patience. Don't get me mad, don't get me angry. I just my patience. I know that you're sad, but don't think you're there with me. I'm living my last day in hope. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm just getting some um, tweets up here. Pinned up, I should say. <clears throat> Don't mind retweet the space. Let's get this thing growing. guys just getting things set up here thanks for coming in it's the morning minute show we'll get rolling here in the next probably two minutes let's see is koopy in here koopy a shot to the uh maybe stepped away co-host and guys if you wouldn't mind retweet the space we got some giveaways i've pinned up top Let's see. <clears throat> Have a great show lined up here. Let's see, we're still waiting for Zillas. And Moon, looks like. <clears throat> there we go. Good morning, good morning. How are we doing? Good morning, man. How are you? Oh, I'm good, man. Better than ever. <laughs> yeah, ready to rock and roll. Absolutely. Twitter was giving me a bit of trouble there trying to join, but um, seems to be working now. Hopefully it stays that way. Lovely. Looks like Moon uh, USA is going to miss the show. The guy is sleeping. <laughs> Who is, Sorry. Uh, uh, Mendoza? Yeah, Mendoza, yeah. Oh, okay. What time zone is he in? I don't even know. <clears throat> I just know um, Intergalactic Monkey Space Odyssey said, hey, you have this guy jump on. And uh, I guess he's sleeping, so. All right. 
Um, well, here's here's one of the guys. Looks like there's Corey guys on the team. Let's bring him up. Looks like they may actually be on the show. Okay. We're, we're both here. My uh, partner is signing in from our account. I'm going to go back to my personal account because I don't want to mess up. Okay, cool. All right. All right, good. Yeah, we have a couple uh, projects that either missed the show or what have you over the months of shows that we've done. And so I thought you were going to be one of them, but uh, you're here, so that's good. Thanks, Corey. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, this is the Morning Mint Show. Let's rock and roll. we got a, a pretty uh, strong lineup set up today. We've got Zillas, Linfinity, uh, the Rocker Nation guys, uh, Mundusa, as well as the World of Tomorrow, which I believe is, is minting today. So have a kind of a stacked lineup. We'll probably go 60, probably 90 to 120 minutes. Uh, the, the goal really is to just dig into the projects, have good conversations, hear from them, uh, where they've been, where they are, where they're going, what their vision is, and dig a little bit deeper than maybe what you can kind of hear uh, from uh, maybe just uh, their own AMA or reading in the Discord or uh, watching on Twitter. So we'll keep doing these shows as long as y'all uh, find value in them. Uh, we did pin a number of giveaways up top, so let me just go take a quick look. So Zillas is giving away one of their Zilla eggs. We've got the, the Rockers giving away three of their um, 3D token NFTs, which is awesome. Intergalactic Space Odyssey is also giving away one of his um, chimps. So that's a three-soul value that's up top there. And uh, I think that's what we have for today. So um, grateful to have you all on the, the, the line, uh, the projects, as well as everybody in the room. If you wouldn't mind, uh, retweet the space. I also put just the normal tweet that I put about us being live as the latest pin. Uh, tweet that if you don't mind. Uh, K-Labs, good morning to you. Anything uh, interesting going on in your world you want to share? What's up, brother? Good morning, good morning. Happy to be here. Um, excited to be uh, on this Panel today with our new guests and familiar faces, some new ones. Uh, looks like some interesting products ahead. Um, in our case, um, we just we actually just pushed out a new update today to our site. So we're just uh, working through that right now. Um, other than that, really um, not much. We just uh, keep grinding away. But yeah, happy to get started. All right, let's get rolling. So uh, what we'll do is maybe give us three or four minutes from each of you, uh, kind of a quick intro on the, the project. So maybe a little bit on the team, a little bit on the roadmap. Um, you know, if you're not uh, a project per se, but you're, you've built some functionality or a tool set or something else, uh, just give us a full rundown on what you built, why it makes sense, um, how it came together and so forth, and just, you know, stay somewhat high level and we can dig a little bit deeper in after we do intros with the panel. If you've got questions for folks that are up here, feel free to request the mic. We'll probably hit your individual questions as we, um, um, as we kind of uh, conclude the kind of opening uh, panel piece. And uh, as, as I always say, you know, we have a, a number of folks, usually 200 to 500 that listen to the recording. So it's a pretty uh, uh, lit space. So even if it seems a little bit small in here, we'll still have a, a number of folks that jump in and, and kind of hang out um, uh, after we, cl we close the space via the recording. Uh, so that's always there for you and friends down the road too, if you want to go back and revisit. Uh, without further ado though, let's go to uh, uh, Lefinity and then we'll go Zillas and we'll go down from there. So, Affinity, why don't you give us a quick intro? Thanks for jumping on the show. Uh, great to meet you and uh, appreciate your time. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us on. So uh, I guess, uh, yeah, brief intro to Lefinity. So first and foremost, Lefinity is a decentralized exchange on Solana. And uh, that means we provide liquidity for certain trading pairs. So right now we have SolUSDC and MSOLUSDC pools. If you've used Jupiter, perhaps you've seen your trades routed through our exchange. 
So we do things quite differently than the standard exchange that uh, most people are probably used to. So uh, a few things that we do, one is that we concentrate liquidity. So this means we actually need much less liquidity in our exchange to provide good liquidity. And uh, secondly, we uh, proactively market make using oracles. So we use PIF as our oracle. And basically this tells us what the actual price is. And this enables us to um, avoid getting arbitraged. And the consequence of that is that we avoid impermanent loss, which is a huge problem that other DEXs face. And uh, this also enables us to make a profit from market making. So in addition to trading fees, we have an additional source of income. Um, that's the very, very brief version of our DEX. <laughs> and uh, it's actually very foundational to how our NFTs work. So moving on to um, our NFTs, they're called Lifinity Flares. Uh, they are 10,000 animated NFTs. And uh, basically the thing what this, uh, these NFTs are um, interconnected with our decks. So what we did is we took the sale proceeds of, from the NFTs and we deposited it all into Lifinity's liquidity pools. So the team took zero profit from this mint. And then um, now the, those proceeds in the liquidity pools are earning trading fees and market making profit. In addition, there's also the royalties that the NFTs are generating. So all this revenue, um, we bundle it together and then we take 50% of it and use it for buybacks from um, the flares on the floor of the market. And the other 50% we reinvest back into the liquidity pools. So there's two effects that um, the price of the NFTs generally goes up over time because we never stop buying them back. And then also the size of our liquidity pool also keeps increasing, meaning we um, generate trading fees for buybacks at a accelerating rate. And uh, finally, we um, reserved 1% of our token supply. It's not live yet, but our LFNTY token supply for NFT holders. So after our IDO, we will be gradually distributing that to uh, the flare holders. And uh, we did our mint back in December, 1.5 sold each. We sold out in about two hours. And uh, yeah, we've grown a lot since then. That's about it. So the other token, is there staking involved as well, did you say? Yeah, kind of. It's not like traditional staking like you would um, see with many other um, NFT projects. So this is like we, we're just doing staking as a way of distributing this promised 1%. Um, so like, for example, it would be wrong to think of it as like, okay, if I have this NFT, I'm going to get this APR. Like that's not the correct way to think about it. And it's also like not the main function at all. Like the main thing is the yeah, fact that we took a uh, no profit from the NFT sale. Like all the soul just went to our I liquidity. Think your, your lines cut out. Is that yeah. um, can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you might be having connection issues. I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, man. Oh, he's good. It's me. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll mess around with my connection. All right. Um, but yeah, I guess I was about done. But yeah, the, the main function is that uh, we have this giant pool of soul. It's now over 20k soul. Um, and that's earning trading fees and uh, market making profit for our flare holders. Okay, very cool. Good rundown. Good, good intro.
Uh, thanks for, for jumping on. we got some more questions. We'll circle back with you. Uh, Koopy, can you hear me clearly? Yeah, you're good. Okay, I'm good. I went uh, off. I took all my stuff off the Wi-Fi. So, all right, let's head over to, uh, so that was Lafinity. Thanks for the, the intro. Let's go over to Zillas. Thanks for coming on. Good to meet you guys uh, and give us a quick intro. Thank you, guys. Thank you for inviting me. Sorry if my voice is not perfect. Uh, I have COVID. Uh, just there, I have fear, but I, right now I'm recovering. So, yeah, my voice could be a little off. So, yeah, we are Silas. We are NFT project who minted on 15th of December. Uh, our mint price was one soul. Uh, we kind of sold out in like seconds. We do uh, one of the first gun drop whitelist mint that was pretty smooth so people like it from that so our project aims to be a kind of uh, utility NFT uh, aiming for me gaming and metaverse so far we have breeding uh, online you can breed your silas uh, to hatchka to, to get some eggs and later that eggs evolves in on babies uh, babies also will have utility in our project uh, we have staking with our uh, own utility token that's going to be using in use it in our ecosystem. To <clears throat> it will be used on our games and also you know you need to you need that to uh, mint our um, NFT uh, generation different generation NFT as you know the hatching and the breeding. You need rat that is our our, our token. Um, also, we're gonna have uh, we are working right now in a game on Sandbox. We aim to be also a multi-chain and community NFT community. Um, our game is right now is in development right now. We have been working for like a month, uh, a few, yeah, one or two months. Um, you know, this game takes some time, but we are just testing, doing some trailers, you know, talking with Sandbox, uh, with a game, with a professional game studio also. So yeah, so far we are pretty, pretty happy with the community. You know, we have strong community. The Pamelia all know about the memes and the Pamelia thing, changing all the kind of uh, things for the B. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of fun community who kind of enjoy the, the ride. Uh, uh, so far, we have um, we are very thankful for all you know the appreciation, all the love that we have received so far. Um, yeah, uh, we are. That's kind of resume what Silas is. So we are we have planned to be, get, make two games uh, on, on the roadmap 1.0 uh, it's just one that is uh, our sandbox game but later we're gonna have also a game like in on chain with our own client uh, it's gonna be kind of play to end game more kind of hardcore mmo rpg um and play to earn game game but um, that's going to be uh, the start developing on late Q Q2 or early Q3 um, but so far so good man people are kind of holding their feelings and having fun together and you know um, science in, in, in the meantime we have breeding we have this catching thing we have also we are going to have evolve evolutions and also we're going to um, have a BX and collection kind of 3d moxelated models collection that those going to be used in kind of the most of all, all the metaverse or 3d metaverse that's kind of some Marcellus. where are you guys based out of um i'm based on chile i'm chile um, okay. one of my devs um 
two, one of uh, living in San Francisco, California, and the other one lives in Miami. Um, one of community managers is from UK. Um, a lot of people that help us are kind of Asia. So yeah, we kind of worldwide team uh, who's working. How did you all come together? Like, it seems like you're pretty diverse. Oh, um, I, I started uh, the NFT like from eight months ago. Okay. On I joined all the different communities. Um, from that, I I kind of make new friends and good friends. So I was, you know, searching for the people who will be like perfect to match one of our, our, our you know, um, the team. So yeah, uh, science. I I have been, you know, it's kind of friends or kind of people that I met in the in the in the right. From my first set of teas to right now, so yeah, I can all meet in communities. Okay, good. Uh, I guess that's some good, uh, good kind of high-level intro. We'll come back to you. Uh, I didn't ask Lefinity. Lefinity, where are you out of? If you're still here, you stepped away. All right, let's keep rolling. So um, we got three other projects with us. We just heard from Lefinity, Zillas. Uh, we'll hear from Rocker Nation now. Uh, give us a quick intro. And by the way, guys, got a pretty good room in here. But if you wouldn't mind, reach with the space. Get your friends in here. Hear about what these guys are building. Uh, and let's have a fun fun morning here on the, the Morning Mint Show. So Rocker Nation, thanks for, for jumping on. Give us uh, an introduction. Hey, good morning. Uh, thanks for having us. It's pretty exciting to be on a stage with a lot of veterans, veteran projects like this. So <clears throat> we'll tell you about what we're doing. And uh, we hope to learn a lot from this uh, conversation as well. So uh, Rocker Nation, we are developing a Web3 uh, community and marketplace for uh, music fans and musicians to kind of come together. Um, one thing that's universal is music. You know, it, it isn't, uh, doesn't have any, uh, you know, it has its tribes, but every country, every, there's no borders when it comes to music. And uh, we think we're excited about the opportunities that um, Web3 will offer <clears throat> to connect fans and musicians. Um, my background is uh, is the music side. Um, I've spent 15 years developing a, a couple brands, um, products, and marketing. Uh, I developed some great relationships with uh, musicians. Uh, I've worked with bands like Pearl Jam, Heart, uh, Kid Rock, and uh, uh, quite a few others. And not as a uh, as a customer, but they were my customers. So I developed some really great friendships and uh, relationships with these guys and they're looking for opportunities and ways to um, connect with their fans and to get uh, some recognition for their work again you know they've they've just been hammered the last 20 years with uh, file sharing and now COVID not being able to play out uh, in front of their fans like they used to so um, they're they're desperate for uh, opportunities to to move forward in new business models. And from the conversations I've had with them, they're really excited about this. So uh, we hope to offer our fans content, uh, media, access, uh, and, and possibly other minting opportunities as the project comes together. We've already got some events set up um, as far as VR concerts, VR uh, conversations, interviews, chats, and um, we hope to eventually establish some kind of staking and profit sharing for our, our membership. Um, we also have some uh, tax accountants on hand. So we're going to do that right. You know, I really appreciate the kind of Wild West mentality of the NFT and Web3 space. But, you know, being kind of veteran 
business owners, you know, there's a lot, there's some right ways and wrong ways to do things. And, and we don't want to put anybody, our, our membership or our business at risk um, as this kind of unfolds. So uh, my partner, Steve, he's got a great background in tech. He's worked um, on some great app projects that uh, went to market and um, worked through acquisitions. Uh, he's been working in the VR space. So I think our, with our team and our connections, we can we can put something really cool together. And where are you guys based out of, Rocker? Kind of around the uh, U.S. We're in uh, we're in Seattle. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for for coming on. Thanks for the intro, and we'll circle yeah, back bet. with you. Yeah. Uh, Moon uh, Moondusa, over to you guys. Thanks for for jumping on. Great to meet you. Uh, Mike's over to you. I think Cora, you're representing Mundusa today. Yeah, but uh, Justin, he's got the account. He's going to speak. I'm more of the tech guy. He's the person good at talking. Okay, down so, below. Yeah, with the Mundusa account. Okay, I sent him uh, an invite. All right, so make sure he accepts it. He's got to be on mobile too. So I don't know if he knows that or not, but make sure you're on mobile. Here he comes. Okay, awesome. Mundusa, yeah. good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Can you hear me? Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for for jumping uh, on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm one. Of, I'm one of the owners as well. Me and Corey. Uh, we just want to say thank you guys very much for having us on. Sorry if I sound a little crappy. I was up till seven thirty a.m. on this Discord. We had a lot of traffic coming in, so I was helping out with the mods. Um, but yeah. So just to give you guys a quick overview of what we have going on, um, we have eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight pieces that we're launching, and we are doing that in two separate phases. Um, our first phase is going to be 4,444, which we are releasing on March 9th, which is in two days. Um, we have a lot of cool things that we're doing. Um, we built some pretty cool utilities, so I can kind of just give you guys a brief overview on those. So kind of the first thing that's going on in our map is going to be the mute. Our, we call it a museum. Sorry, it's hard to pronounce sometimes. Um, this is basically going to be a museum just displaying all the different art between our current artists, which has just done Best Buds. I don't know if you guys are aware of them. A really very, a very successful project in the Solana space as well. Um, we're going to have a studio with all of the rare one-of-one Munduses for people to see and for other people to put their Munduses in the museum as well for the rest of us to kind of look at as well. Another cool thing that I'm doing is I'm actually putting in my own office in there. Um, outside of this space, I, I own a few other companies. I do credit repair, funding. Um, I'm, a, I'm a digital marketing company, and I, I help other people earn passive income through a few different ways. So I want to be able to offer some of our members um, other ways for them to start making money outside of the NFT space. So that's something really cool we're doing as well. Um, another thing we're doing is a play-to-earn game. It's called Moondusa Madness. Um, this is where we're going to be able to wager the eggs that we are going to be airdropping to all of our holders. Um, the eggs that we have developed are basically going to be a separate type of NFT that can be used to hatch. You can use them to hatch them into more snakes. Um, you can stake those and you can actually put those into our incubator, which the incubator will either hatch more eggs or you can hatch a snake, which will be a male snake or a female snake. And if you're able to get both of those, then you can put those back into there as well. So there's a lot of cool things with that. Um, and again, with those eggs, uh, one thing that we're doing for all of our holders, if, if you mint and 
you uh, if you meant and you're holding a mundusa for every one that you hold we're going to actually send you two of those free eggs per mundusa you hold so that's really cool as well um yeah and then the the incubator meant we we're going to allow everybody to use that free for a 24 hour uh, time period after we launch the nft so that's going to be really cool and the other thing about the snakes is we're allowing our holders to find other holders so let's say you have a snake that's a male you can actually find another holder that might be holding a female snake and you guys can put those together within that incubator and earn eggs, which can be used again for staking or breeding or whatever the process you want to go through our roadmap. Um, we also have a, a cool meetup in New York City, which we're going to bring all our holders out. We're going to fly a couple people out there um, and that's going to be right before our phase two launch. And one of the last things that we're doing is it's going to be a snake den, basically um it's it's for all of those snakes to be placed into that den possibly breed more eggs and um yeah there's there's a definitely a lot of stuff going on you know i don't want to get too crazy in the detail with it but you guys can check out our, our, our website and we have everything really detailed and laid out there as well yeah it seems like a lot of moving parts uh just a lot of um you know kind of roadmap uh gems but potentially so yeah, we'll circle back with some questions for, for you. Sure. Thanks for for jumping on. Good uh, good run through. Thanks for staying up. Yeah, I, again, I apologize. I'm freaking half asleep right now. It was a crazy night. We had a lot of traffic coming in. All good. All good. <clears throat> okay, cool. So let's. Um, uh, our last project of today is this world of mine, the myth of today. I want to hand the mic over to these guys. Uh, thanks for for jumping on. Good morning, and give us uh, an intro. Good morning, Moon. Uh, you know, I I wanted to come back on here and just say how great you guys are doing. By the way, uh, it's been awesome to see the like explosive growth from the Morning Mint Show since we were on like months ago when you guys had a thousand followers and we had sub a thousand or something like this. It's been really really cool, and I really appreciate you having us on and making some time for us on Mint Day here. So yeah, of course, uh, it's really it's been wild, dude. You guys are grinders and putting in a bunch of really cool work to to you know build up a brand in a space that, that was something that needed to be there. And I saw you post something about you know needing this need being there when you started it and now you're kind of the one of the one of the people like pioneering like doing this every day or every other day and and putting putting <clears throat> projects on blast like this so it's awesome man uh we are this world of mine uh, we are a uh a play to earn game and we started off as a play to earn game period right so we are at twam game on twitter if you see our twitter here um we're a one to four person uh cooperative style third person shooter so what does that mean uh <clears throat> what it means is uh, you're a cooperative shooter, right? So you're working with your teammates. Um, you're third person, so you're looking down on your character, which is pretty cool because we're character NFTs. And uh, the last part is it's a uh, dungeon crawling mechanic, right? So it's uh, PVE, player versus environment, right? So that means that you're that it, it's you and your team versus the environment, right? So crawling through dungeons, looking for the native token tag, um, and trying to uh, produce that for your team, and then receive that when you when you get when you uh, when you finalize the instance, right? Um, so we we really love this mechanic. We put a lot of time and thought into the mechanic itself. Um, um, and how it incentivizes um, uh, community and people to work together to, you know, to participate in your game. And, and we think that anything that can incentivize community and build your community, e even within the game mechanics, is awesome. It also does some things like preventing, um, you know, uh, pay to pay to win. 
So if you're having like pay, uh, you know, in in the P to, in in the PVP environments, right? The pay to win stuff is is pretty concerning, and we've had a lot of people ask us about that in, in our game. We said, you know, one of the major things that is um, different for us is that it's a uh, it's a player versus environment. So it's a dungeon crawling mechanic. Uh, my favorite comparison is we have a couple of different comparisons, but my favorite is uh, Call of Duty Zombies, like wave style shooter moving through uh, you know a larger environment, as well as like a, a combination of Call of Duty Zombies and Gears of War. Uh, Gears of War is a third-person cooperative shooter. If you don't, if you don't remember that, I was a big Gears of War fan. So um, that's the game. Um, we're a fully doxed team of uh, creatives, um, technical technical folks, developers, and cybersecurity experts, um, and and uh, storyline designers. You can find that at TwamGame.com/team. Um, we're all out there. We've been out there for months and months and months. We've been building since September, October. We built uh, in the Solana Hackathon. Um, and uh, proof of concept in the Solana Hackathon, finalizing in October, which is awesome. And uh, and as far as our collection, we are a, uh, a 3,000 NFT collection. It's called the, our Praetorian uh, Enhanced Mechanical Units, or Praetorian Emus. Um, and we are dropping today at uh, at noon Central Standard Time uh, for a price of one and a half soul uh, with 3,017 total. There's going to be uh, 20 uh, basically legendary NFTs with all the same characteristics. We have a, a characteristic called Biomes, which basically sets what they look like, Volcanic, Tundra, um, Nautical Biomes, and they all have specific characteristics with them. Um, uh, I think that that's uh, I think that that's probably sufficient for now, but I I really appreciate it, uh, and we'll 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 go into a little bit more depth, Moon. No, that's good yeah. intro. Thanks for for jumping on. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm trying to remember when we had you guys on way back when. If it was November, maybe you know, a lot has changed obviously uh, in the industry over the past six months. So thanks for for hopping on. All right, guys. So we um a quick kind of just reintroduction of who we have on the show, and then we'll start digging into some of these projects. So we've got Affinity, Zillas, Rocker Nation, uh, Moondusa, and then we just heard uh, from this world of mine as far as intros go. There are a couple of giveaways up top. If you look up top, pinned up there, you've got one from Rocker Nation, uh, Intergalactic Monkey Space Odyssey, who's just one of our buddies. Uh, Zillas is doing an A, an A giveaway as well. The reason we do that stuff is obviously to connect you with the different projects, but also hopefully to retweet it, get some more people in here to hear what these guys and gals are building. Uh, the more eyes on it, the better that they have a chance to succeed. So, uh, but thankful, thankful for the, the projects that have come up. All right. So I do want to, since we got this world of mind here right now, let's just dig in with you guys. Um, you've got the, the mint going today, 3000, one and a half soul, fully docs team. It's a, you know, one to four first person shooter kind of, almost partnership sounds like p versus e dungeon style what um you know what what have been like the biggest struggles for you guys over the past three or four months it's interesting because a lot of these crazy games that are out there that have a, a strong team you guys are doxxed uh that have the f uh first person shooter uh piece they've got like 10 20 30 thousand followers at this point you guys are sitting at a, a number that's a, a lot smaller than that and maybe it's just because you haven't done a crazy amount of marketing but I would one just be curious as to what, what have you been struggling with, and two, you know, what do you think that the disconnect is to your project versus some of the other gaming projects that have just like an abundance of people crazy about what they're building? And then it seems like you guys have kind of been building um, in in like a, a quiet space for quite a while. Yeah, so I would say uh, first and foremost, I mean we're we're builders and not marketers, you know. Um, and our our theory has kind of been if you build it, they will come. 
And so it's been a slow burn for us um, building um, engagement and community on on Twitter and Discord. And um, and we've been, you know, from the start, and I think we said this on, on your uh, on your show maybe a few months ago, but like we've been really committed to um, not doing um, like paid for marketing or any of these like uh, botting t- tactics and these types of things. Not that we're saying that any of those are doing those types of things, but like uh, for us, it's just been like a real commitment to uh, finding and seeking out small communities that are really interested in our project and our mechanic. I would say the biggest challenge for us has been uh, communicating timeline. And so for us, we feel like a, a lot of um, games in the space have been communicating like really like unrealistic timelines. And I know that um, our CTO Mark is doing has been doing a lot of like technical auditing for the Pesky Penguins and for a couple of other groups. And we've been working with um with a couple of DAOs to look at, you know, uh, timelines and analytical timelines and like cost of development timelines and stuff. And like, to be frank, I I think, you know, at least we think that like a lot of the timelines are like really narrow in terms of um, some of the projects and what they think they can get done in, in, in short periods of time. And, uh, and I think somebody else on on here, I think it was Zillis who pointed out that these things, uh, the game development timelines take a lot. So I think that the number, the number one biggest thing for us has been communicating the development timeline and trying to explain to our community like why the development timelines look the, the way that they are, right? And get people excited about what we're doing and why and why we have chosen um, the timelines that we have and the and the niche that we have chosen. So um, that's been, uh, I would say, you know, the, the most important component. And then the la- and then the second one is we we took some feedback from the community and understand that like our development timeline is long, right? Where the alpha is like six months out. And so people said, you know, what are you going to do for utility for you know holders between now and then, right? And, uh, and we have, uh, you know, listened to our community and added some utility with staking for the native token tag and with some, um, with some, some airdrops planned and, and like a, uh, an in-browser mini game and things like that. So um, we were, we've been listening to our community and growing slowly and intentionally that way. Is this Travis we're talking to? Yeah, man. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, cool. It's always hard to tell. I think you talk quicker than Mark. So, <laughs> um, and it might be fun to do a, a podcast with you guys, just dig in for like an hour, just talking about all the things that are that are going on with the space when things after the mint, obviously, that'd be fun on the, the mooncast. But um, think about the, the game piece, because, you know, I, I'm not that I'm a huge gamer and I talk about uh, all the time on the show here. I don't have time to really play a lot of games, um, but I used to play a lot of games. And I, I remember like PC Magazine and just how long some of these builds would take for pro- for, for games to, to come out it could be several years or even longer. And then to your point, it is interesting in the Solana or in the NFT space, it seems like everyone thinks they're going to come out with a blockbuster game in like, you know, four months, which, you know, could happen, I guess, but because uh, the world does change, but it seems like a pretty large feat uh, to, to make happen. What, um, you know, when you think about the, 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 the use of the NFT, can you maybe shed some more color on the, how that kind of ties in with the, the gaming experience? And secondly, you know, what is going to drive the value of the NFT, do you think, kind of over time? So uh, a couple of, there's a couple of things in there, right? So uh, so first would be, right, utility in the game and what and what it represents is, is pretty important, right? Uh, and also, like, I like your comment on the timeline. So I want, I want to say one thing about the timeline is uh, we just dropped the first uh, 3D rendered uh, character. So all of the all of the 3,000 uh, NFTs are uh, concept art, right? 
of the character that's going to be rendered in 3D. We think the concept art kind of pops better, uh, you know, for your NFT, but obviously needs to be rendered in 3D. That like first 3D render from like a triple A AAA 3D renderer who is amazing um, and we love him to death. Uh, was like a hundred plus hours to get that thing built, right? Um, and so if you're going to build like you know, there's there's some ways to make it a little bit quicker, but if you're going to build three thousand of these things, right, and then start rendering them in game and then start lighting them and rigging them and animating them, right? It takes it takes a long time and it's difficult. Um, and so and so to that to your point, right, understanding the timelines, that's one of the things that we that we understand pretty well. And um, we've got a bunch of like really great people to do this this stuff, which is awesome. Um, that being said, in terms of utility, so um, the, the coolest thing about you know the first NFTs is one. I mean, they are yours rendered in game directly, right? From a, you know a AAA 3D artist. So you'll see this thing made in game. Uh, second is it is uh you know i would say i wouldn't say required but it is an a pass to uh to play the game in the alpha uh we are going to be dropping alpha passes to nft holders um and the reason for this is two right to add value to your to your uh, nft right because alpha passes will be dropped to you it can be redistributed to the community um but two is we need additional players in the game right three thousand players is just not going to cut it for a game of this scope and so we are we are utilizing these nfts as a mechanism to in engage you got you, the nft holders as well as the wider community so one of those things would be dropping alpha passes um and then uh i would say a couple of things in terms of the nfts themselves um the praetorian collection the first collection uh is is going to be the uh the strongest set of nfts in game right they have specific characteristics based upon um biome and class and they will be uh the best uh the best of the of the character nfts as well um which is pretty darn awesome um and then as and then additionally right you will have the opportunity to um earn the in-game currency which will be utilized to do things like um nft upgrading uh we call it character creation i think a lot of people call it breeding but i i wouldn't think breeding the term breeding really worked very well for um robots um and so uh we, we call it character creation right which requires um tag and multiple nfts so I would say the most important thing is uh, your NFT is going to be right your pass to the alpha and the beta of these of these you know like highly developed of this highly developed game infrastructure right um, it is going to be the strongest in their classes even with subsequent breeding or minting um, and also all of the uh, all of the utility that is going to be uh, that is going to be dropped out to these NFTs in terms of alpha passes um, NFT pets in terms of uh, tag and tag creation all of that stuff is going to be uh, leveraged most heavily for the Praetorian collection right so you'll be you'll be uh, the first to be able to do it you'll also receive the most benefit from it as well as the only the only group that's receiving um, alpha passes and some of the and some of these other NFT drops. So there's a bunch of really cool utility as well as the in-game utility that you'll receive. So to play the game, you have to have an NFT, or you can use an alpha pass. Is that right? Yeah, to get access to the alpha, you will have to hold an NFT or hold an alpha pass. And the only way to get alpha pass is going to be through drops through the Praetorian collection, as well as we might we might uh, drop a couple in terms of like giveaways and things like that. Well, yeah, because you probably want thousands and thousands of people playing this, right? You only have thirty what. 3,000 or so NFTs, even if you drop those passes, I mean, you still aren't going to hit the masses, right? So I'd be curious if there's going to be a strategy down the road to get more and more people in, you know, half a million, a million people in. You know, I don't know if that's going to be feasible with just the 3,000 people with their alpha passes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, so, the, so the idea is, especially with alpha, with alphas, right, is you want to have enough. You, so so the, the idea behind game development, right, is you need enough players in the alpha to uh to fully flush out any of the issues with the with the with the game concept and design right um but you can't have 
um, 100,000 or 200,000 users because the, you're only dealing with like a single vertical slice of the game in the alpha. And so and so that's the um, alpha pass and NFT drop mechanism. But just for the alpha uh, version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh, it'll be scaled out with the beta. So there will be uh, mechanisms to there will be a free to play mechanism uh, in the beta. Um, but all all of the NFTs that will have been dropped, any subsequent collections, right, will have uh, additional value in terms of their value in game and their and their abilities in game. So timeline for alpha versus beta launch. Yeah. So the alpha is uh, about six months out. It could be a little bit earlier than that. Um, and then uh, six to 12 months after that would be the beta, which would be, uh, you know, a beta is essentially a, a fully functioning game. But, you know, there's uh, there's, you know, some things to button up at that point. So I would say six months and then six to 12 months after that. And th- these are the timelines to be to be honest with you. It's pretty cool that we've maintained since since we literally started this in August of last year. So it's pretty awesome to see that, like, you know, our analysis has been really accurate in terms of what, what we've learned so far. In the gaming timeline, that's actually pretty quick. Uh, the creation of a game, but I would be curious, you know, as to your thoughts, uh, how are you going to keep the NFT holders kind of entertained and engaged over that time period, just because people move so quickly through these different projects that are coming in um, and, you know, through the the NFT Solana space, right? They're always looking for the next best thing. Do you think you'll have the community uh, set up to wait 12 months for kind of the beta version? Uh, and, you know, what are some of the strategies to keep them kind of engaged and, um kind of focus on what you guys are doing hard questions dude i always uh, i always like being here for for that reason i love listening to you guys uh, talk to projects but um so i would say you know i think we've really flushed out um the timeline between now and the alpha and that has been the most important thing to us is making sure that the users are incentivized to hold uh to to hold or to gain value in their nft until we get to the alpha and so we think uh one we think that you know uh based upon the team that we have and what we've already done, uh, the alpha, the alpha should be, you know, um, unbelievable. Um, and so the goal is to really, you know, knock people's socks off with the alpha in six months. Um, and uh, to be honest, we uh, we are probably going to. I mean, we've thought about this to some extent, but employ employ some of the same um, NFT utility characteristics between the alpha and the beta, right? Continue to uh, flush out the flush out additional game mechanics, um, dropping uh, NF, dropping um, uh, NFTs through airdrops. Um, to the to the Praetorian and the and maybe the uh, Gen One EMU holders, as well as some additional engagement with things like browser based mini games um, and some and some actual in game engagement as well between the alpha and the beta because the alpha because the the game will be you know available intermittently in that time frame. Um, go ahead, Caleb's. Uh, yeah, I was going to say um, you were cutting off for me in the beginning, so I'm not sure if you've touched on staking yet. Have you? That's a, I should have, no, I don't think that I have actually, now that you say okay. it, uh, that's, uh, and, uh, so I, yeah, so I just said, uh, we'll do tag staking, uh, for, uh, Praetorian holders, but it'll be live, uh, two days after mint. Uh, we think it'll be live, uh, the day after, but there's a bunch of stuff going on getting uh, listed on secondaries and this and that. So, um, the, like the, the definitive timeline is, is two days, but I mean, it's been live on testnet for, for weeks. So. Gotcha. And, uh, with the, the, the token, it's, um, the tank token or TEG, um, what, what what are some of the utilities behind that before the game actually releases? Yeah, so the utility for tag, uh, the two primary utilities for tag is um, you will have to hold tag um, to play the uh, in the browser based mini game, um, which will be uh, more profitable in terms of earning um, uh, than than simply staking. So the idea is uh, stake. So the only way to actually get access to the mini game would be staking or buying on secondary to have uh, tag and play and play with your NFT. 
Um, and then the second one is uh, breeding or character creation, right? So it will consume tag um, to uh, to do uh, character creation. Um, and that will be the last thing that we drop before the alpha. Um, and then in-game, right, tag can be used for upgrading. It can be used for, um, like, uh, some other character manipulations as well as access to different dungeons and things like this. So um, there's a bunch of in-game utility, but the goal is to incentivize the, the value of tag before that point um, with things like access to the minigame, um, breeding, um, uh, those types of things. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what I was wondering. Thanks for that. Last question for me would just be, um, you know, and I ask this question every game. I don't have a ton of time to play, but are there other kind of passive income solutions tied in with this? Like, can I rent the character out, rent the NFT out, or other avenues? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, and we and we've actually thought about this, but haven't um, haven't defined a solution because it's you know uh, basically it's like a. Uh, an overlay on top of the initial game, right? Which would be either be like a renting solution or a third party solution. You know, if you, if you guys want some alpha, my thoughts around this and I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't, we haven't flushed out completely is I think it'd be really cool to integrate with like a, a third party, a character rental solution. And we've been on uh, some spaces because we do a bunch of gaming spaces, right? Um, we've been on some spaces with, um, with some projects that are building those types of solutions. And I think that would be a really cool way to integrate with a set, with a third party solution. Um, it would take a lot of, uh, you know, it would take a lot of work off of the development team, um, and and it would allow us to kind of focus on what we're good at. So so uh, that's that's my answer. <laughs> okay, very cool. Hey guys, if you've got questions for this world of mine, uh, feel free to request the mic. If you're already up here, uh, feel free to kind of raise your hand. I know we've got a couple that we've brought up, and obviously if you're on the panel, always feel free to jump in and ask questions if you've got thoughts. So uh, that's always fair and game. All right, Koopy, who do you want to uh, kind of run over to next? And by the way, this world of mine, good luck with the mint today. Excited for what you guys are doing. Uh, thanks for, for jumping on and, you know, spending time with us. Koopy, awesome. um, actually really quick, Pirate King, do you have a quick question? Yeah, I do. Um, it was more comment. Uh, th this world, and I, I hopped in just in the past like 20 minutes, so I, so I missed the rest of people speaking. But uh, I just wanted to give you a shout out for the way you responded um, and I know that's tough when you're building a game like you guys are building in, in terms of timeline. So I just appreciate the the transparency, and I completely agree with with a lot of your statements. Uh, I see a lot of gaming projects that are doing like, you know, they're focused mainly on gaming, saying like they're going to be ready in X, Y, or Z. And I think a lot of people are going to be let down when that doesn't happen with most projects out there. So I just appreciate you being honest with your community and. And I'm going to give you a follow and, and check you guys out. Thanks a lot, man. I'll give you an example of a, of a, of a AAA game that's actually doing it right, and that's Aurori. If you notice, they're putting out like little tiny slices of really quality gameplay and really quality development. Uh, I think of all the games that are promising like really big stuff and taking on a bunch of funding, um, we are the we are the biggest fans personally of Aurori. So um, they're, they're, it seems like they're doing it right with their timeline as well. So all right, thanks a lot. Thanks, Pirate King. Uh, Kubi, what do you, who do you want to hit? Any suggestions? Uh, up to you, man. Go for it. All right, let's go back over to Lefinity. So Lefinity, you know, you are a marketplace, basically, right? So you know, there's an NFT tie-in with it. I wish I hadn't missed it because you got the kind of the, a lot of the, the passive income opportunities there for what you guys built um, and put together with the token supply. And um, I guess that's coming in after the IDO, but you meant it back in December, 1.5 Soul. Uh, there's a number of issues that you're trying to solve, like the uh, liquidity issues that some marketplaces have. 
And then, you know, the, kind of the permanent loss between, you know, there's guys just looking for arbitrage opportunities with different market, different marketplaces from one to the other. So you're trying to really kind of quench down on that. Um, how, how are you? Uh, so since December, when this thing kind of started to get off the ground, are you happy with kind of the, the, the usage and the growth of, of the marketplace, one? And then two, how, how competitive is that space? Do you feel um, like you're, you've got a, a really strong edge? Uh, or, you know, do you need to get more marketing out there? I'd just be curious as to what that looks like. Yeah, so the DEX space is pretty well known for being highly competitive. It's basically a, a fixed amount of trading volume. And then all the DEXs are competing to get as much of that as they can. And uh, how well have we done? Um, you can basically like see the numbers for yourself. So we integrated with Jupiter, which is a DEX aggregator about uh, two weeks ago. And uh, the volumes have been very, very good uh, ever since. Um, so it's important that we integrated with Jupiter because that means um, people don't have to come to our site to trade, even though they can. But Jupiter basically guarantees that you get the best price across all DEXs. So it's to your advantage to trade on there, basically. And so now um, they will route many trades to us. And we like, for, so for example, the largest market on Solana is the Sol USDC trading pair. And we have um, gotten about like 50 to 60% market share of that. And this is despite only having 1 million worth of liquidity in our Sol USDC pool uh, to give like, some comparison, um, Radium has 77 million uh, uh, worth of liquidity in their sole USDC pool, but have much less trading volume. So this goes back to um, how I mentioned that we concentrate our liquidity and uh, we can concentrate it around the price provided by the Oracle. And that's why we're able to be so efficient. And despite having so little liquidity, are able to get the lion's share of the volume. And uh, you can also see it um, like how well we're doing in uh, our APRs. So this will show you how much you're earning through trading fees um, and through market making. Um, and then we, so we've gotten a total of uh, about 120% APR on our pool in the two weeks since going live on Jupiter. And uh, if you're familiar with the DEX space and like um, being an LP on DEXs, uh, you'll know that that's like, those are some insane numbers. So these numbers are in the absence of liquidity mining. Uh, in case people aren't familiar, liquidity mining is when a DEX gives you incentives to provide liquidity. So it's like, please provide liquidity and then we will give you our DEX's token as right. rewards. And uh, so our token isn't even live. So we're not doing any liquidity mining. So the yield that we're generating it's purely from trading fees and from market making profit, which is basically buying low and selling high. And so 120% APR is like insane. And so this is including what some people might know called impermanent loss. Um, normally on other DEXs, they don't show you what your impermanent loss is. Um, they wouldn't want to because it's, it can only be negative. It can never be positive. Um, or put differently, it's impossible for traditional DEXs to 
um, buy low and sell high. They can only buy high and then sell low. So you're basically losing from market making. But because we use an Oracle, we're able to reverse this. And so the profits we're able to generate are pretty nuts. So can you explain a little bit more about the, um, the concentrated liquidity, like how that works? I don't know if it's pretty deep. I was just kind of curious as to how does that enable you to kind of to, to, to grab that, US, that sole USD market share? You know, and overcome and you, you some can, of their bigger um, dexes. And uh, you, you can you can talk to us as as if we were children. In fact, it might help actually. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. Um, so concentrating liquidity. Um, let's see. So in the traditional dex model that was pioneered by Uniswap on Ethereum. Um, they basically, so the advantage of this traditional model is that it can offer prices um, for whatever the price of the token is. So no matter how many people buy, the, the DEX will always have some tokens left over that I can still sell you. Um, so in contrast, in the latest Uniswap V3 model, um, people can specify specific price ranges that they want to provide liquidity in. So for example, with Sol USDC, people could be like, okay, I want to provide liquidity for Sol USDC for when Sol is between 90 and $110. So if they do that, if the price of Sol goes below $90, then that means um, they no longer have any USDC. Um, all of their assets will be 100% sold now. Um, and vice versa, if, they, if it, the price goes above $110. And so that's another way of thinking about impermanent loss. It's like, as the price goes down, the DEX is buying sold. And as the liquidity provider, that kind of sucks because you're buying the asset that's going down in value. And so that's basically what impermanent loss is. Um, and it's because, so for example, with this Uniswap V3 model, you're concentrating around, if you did like 90, between 90 and 110, it's like you're assuming, okay, price will be around 100 bucks. Like there's that implicit assumption. And that won't always be true, right? For example, the price could go to $50 and then you're super wrong, or the price could go to $200 and then you're super wrong too. Um, and so the way we're able to avoid um, this dynamic is that we use the Oracle. So the Oracle, basically, it takes prices from trading that's happening on centralized exchanges. And there's much more trading happening on centralized exchanges than there are on decentralized exchanges. So the price on the centralized exchanges moves a lot faster. So if you know the prices over there, you can basically um, you're like ahead of the game compared to other DEXs. Right. So we're able to concentrate around the Oracle price. Now, how's that different from the Uniswap V3? Well, it dynamically adjusts where you're centering the price around. So my, like it might start at like, so it might say like, okay, we're starting at, um, we're providing liquidity between 90 and 110, but then if on the centralized exchange price moves from 100 to 105, we're like, okay, now we're gonna provide liquidity from 95 to 115. And it can keep making these adjustments 
And that's what allows it to avoid the impermanent loss. I hope that was clear enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to some extent, yes. But not being an IT guy, it's hard for me to grasp everything. Uh, this world of mine, you have a question? Yeah, so so I like the idea around, um, you know, uh, preventing impermanent loss through um, uh, like a more dynamic right price, like uh, price feed. Uh, my question is, you've seen a lot of people uh, manipulate data Oracle price feeds, right, to really shaft over liquidity providers. I just wanted to know what your thoughts were around the security of that Oracle and um, and, and you know, how you how you uh, think about, you know, preventing an issue like this, especially on Solana, where, you know, I don't know, and I don't necessarily know if I. Uh, trust the oracles as much. Um, not that it's a problem, but I'd like to hear your I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Sure. So I actually don't know uh, many cases of people um, intentionally um, like messing with the values on the oracles. Uh, you might be thinking of the cases where the Pith Oracle reported mistaken prices. But that wasn't uh, like an oh, intentional. It, it happens. That happens on a daily basis. Oracles get messed with all the time. At least on Ethereum, I've been building on Ethereum for years, and I don't know about Solana, but oracles on Ethereum get manipulated on a daily basis in order to mess with mess with other different protocols and take advantage of like arbitrage opportunities. Um, I don't know yeah. how secure they were doing this. With, they were doing this with flash loans, right? Um, to manipulate or to manipulate oracles or, or price feeds, right? right. Uh, maybe. Maybe it's a maybe it's a price feed. Uh, maybe I should use the term price feed and not Oracle. But that's the reason that the Oracles popped up, right? Was to prevent these price feed manipulations with things like large flash loans. Um, and so gotcha. I, just, I just didn't know if the, if that Oracle had you know some like a, like some additional benefit over you know j like just pulling in the price feeds, which 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 makes sense. I mean that's kind of the purpose of Oracles, right? Is to not just pull the price feeds in, but to give some aggregator to give you some average value so that you don't have these you know flash loan um, price manipulation issues. Yeah, so I see what you're getting at now. So one thing is that Ethereum uses Chainlink as an Oracle, or sometimes it uses, um, for example, a Uniswap V2 pool as the Oracle. So basically, the balance of assets in a pool is the Oracle. Um, the relative amounts of, for example, Ethereum and USDC in a pool tells you how much each Ethereum is worth. Now that will be susceptible to flash loans because yeah, you can change the price um, within a single transaction, then make your um, like whatever um, protocol you're trying to hack that's using the Oracle. And then in the same uh, block, just change the price back with the flash loan and pay it back. So the reason this is not gonna be possible with um, Pith, which is the Oracle we're using, is that they get their prices from centralized exchanges. And so their price pro providers aren't decentralized exchanges. And this means that um, flash loans can't work because flash loans cannot are not interoperable with centralized exchanges. Um, so basically their data providers are like very well-known market makers, um, the centralized exchanges themselves, um, like whatever their order book is, and uh, traders. So, and you can look at, um, like who the data providers for Pith are. They're like, you know, like the biggest names um, in like TradFi, um, a lot of them, and also in like uh, the crypto space. Um, so yeah, for the Pith price to be messed up, basically there would have to be collusion between these big players. Like, hey, let's uh, like send wrong data on purpose so that we can, I don't know, make a profit in DeFi type of thing. 
but I mean, they would be putting their whole reputation at stake. So like, I don't think that would make sense. So yeah, it's the, I don't think it's a concern for us. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the answer, man. It was a, uh, it was an interesting discussion and I appreciate your thoughts on it. No problem. Pyrokin, quick uh, other comment or question. Yeah, for sorry. I, I love this conversation. I used to work for Chainlink Labs. So when I hear about this stuff, I get, I get nerded out. Um, they, so there are issues and I, and I shouldn't be saying this, um, but what you have with Chainlink is you have actual node operators that fetch this data from outside sources. There are a variety of incentives for these actual operators to manipulate the price. Like we've seen it a lot. We've seen these bad actors that come in they fetch all this data up and they provide it in a manner that ends up benefiting them. And a lot of the, the debate and the troubles that you have are how can you make the consequence for doing so or the reward for doing so not outweigh being a good actor? And there's a lot of projects that are solving that, like aggregators that aggregate a variety of different oracles within one source so that you don't have all of those issues. Because like people say Chainlink is decentralized and in a sense... It is compared to a lot of other things. However, there are a variety of different points of failure within those feeds. There's solutions that exist, but um, no matter who you use, that's going to be an issue. So that question for a DEX is kind of impossible to answer because you don't really know of the issue until it happens. And every single decentralized exchange has struggled with it to some degree. Or pretty much any product on any blockchain has that issue with oracles. So uh, it's kind of an unfair question to necessarily have like a concrete answer for but i'm excited what you guys are doing and, and i'll have to look into pitch because i'm not familiar with what they're building yeah likewise i wish i knew more about Chainlink. Um, never really looked into like how it aggregates data from various data providers so i guess i can't really comment on it unfortunately uh, the question i uh just to kind of piggyback on the, the conversation here and this is why we love having panels because you guys are asking questions that I never would ask just because I'm not in that space. I don't um, have the, the perspective. Uh, but, you know, looking at, you know, being more of a, an investor in this space, what um, <clears throat> what has the kind of ROI been uh, looked like for, for, you know, the NFT holders? Like, what are you guys, as far as royalties go, is that coming out on a weekly, bi-weekly basis based on the success of the, the DAX? Can you maybe shed some color on that? Yeah, so we actually um, tweet weekly our buyback stats. So I would suggest um, just looking at the numbers there. Um, I can give you some like okay. quick estimates, I guess. So like um, there, there's been a lot of variation. So for the first few weeks, we only had royalties. Um, I guess those averaged like 100 sold per week or something. And then once we got integrated with Jupiter, then we started adding trading fees. Um, last week we had our full first week and the results were 146 sold. So I think that'll probably be like every week that, that'll be like a stable amount of soul that we'll be having for buybacks. Um, and then royalties is, you know, it's speculation driven. So that's gonna vary a lot more. Last week we had 385, which I think is high. Um, it, it's always been lower than that. That was our highest week ever. So it'll probably be lower than that going forward on average. Um, yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay, cool. I mean, I think we hit the kind of the, 
the most important piece. Is anything about the Lifinity protocol that you would want to highlight that we didn't touch on, or I'm not smart enough to ask about? <laughs> uh, let's see. So right now we're gradually releasing our tokenomics for the LFNTUI token, which will be our governance token. And uh, we're doing many unique things. Um, we're working very hard to avoid all the dumpinomics traps that like the vast majority of tokens on DeFi tokens on Solana seem to have fallen into. So for example, we're totally avoiding liquidity mining. Um, our DEX is doing a totally new thing where instead of looking to have people provide the liquidity, we're trying to own the liquidity that we provide on through the exchange, uh, which should make our DEX much more profitable because instead of taking just a small share of uh, the trading fees generated, we get to take all of it because we own the liquidity. And uh, we're doing VE tokenomics for those who are familiar with it from Curve. Um, so there will be bribing for um, the voting power of VE Lifinity. And uh, yeah, a few other things. It, it's it's literally impossible to cover in a short time span, which is why we're gradually releasing the tokenomics in a series of articles. Uh, we also have videos and um, podcasts explaining the tokenomics in detail. So if anyone's interested in those things, you can check it out. Um, also, we're going to be uh, opening our pools to flare holders soon. So if you're interested in depositing in our pools, um, I would say get a flare and uh, you'll be the first to have access to them. Eventually we will open it up to the public, but at first uh, we're gonna limit it. So yeah, that's about it. Oh, it looks like we got Pirate King um, and uh, this world line. You have additional questions, go ahead. I'll be super quick because I know we're taking up a lot of people's times. Um, how heavy are you waiting the length of time on those gauges? Um, I know that can be kind of a long question, just like a quick sentence or two, how long you're waiting like time. Um, so you mean like how often are we holding votes type of thing? Yeah. And in, in the length, are, did you say you're implementing curve gauges or the tokenomics? Um, both essentially. Okay. <laughs> so the difference is that because we're not doing liquidity mining, instead we're selling VE Lifinity that you can buy with LP tokens. And that's our mechanism for acquiring the liquidity. Oh, that's interesting. So you're pretty much just like selling the votes to original holders instead of actual positions. Well, so the votes, so that's separate. So VE Lifinity holders get to vote and then protocols will want to bribe them to, um, to make the emissions go to their pool so that we acquire liquidity for their pool. It, it's a, it's complicated. So yeah, I would just suggest like reading. It's probably beyond the scope of this conversation. So I would just suggest checking out I'm, the articles. And I'm, and I'm going to read up on you, on you guys. I'm really familiar with Curve. So anytime people talk about Curve gauges, I, I, I enjoy it because there's only a couple of projects on Solana that I'm familiar with doing it. Um, I got to hop yeah. up. Hey, thank you for everyone's time. I, I got to, I have a meeting. I have to hop in. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thanks for coming up. Thanks for asking. I think my question too. I just had, uh, I, I was, I was interested in uh, liquidity bootstrapping as well. And you kind of touched on it. So thanks a lot, man. Yeah, no problem. 
All right, guys, check out Affinity. Thanks for, for jumping up. Uh, hopefully you'll hang in here for a little bit longer. If you guys got other questions, feel free to requ request the mic. Let's start digging back into some of the other projects that came up on here. So we've spent time with uh, This World of Mine, uh, Affinity. This is the Morning Mint Show. We've got some giveaways up top. Retweet the space if you wouldn't mind. If you want to participate in some of the giveaways up top, those are pinned up there. Uh, check them out. Koopy, do you have anyone in mind you want to run over to next, or do you want me to kind of just keep going? I'd like to go over to uh, Rocker Nation. Rocker Nation, how you doing, guys? Um, yeah, good morning. Great, good morning, good morning. It was great chatting with you uh, last week just for, for a little bit. And I'd love to uh, dive deeper into your project and, uh, yeah, see what you guys are about. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, we're, we're, we're a little more traditional, obviously. Uh, our, our kind of bread and butter uh, is media and content and uh, offering exclusive uh, connections with our membership. So that is all happening regardless. Uh, but this, this is going to, this is a, this foray into NFTs and, and Web3 are where we, uh, we really want to take the, the business. And those opportunities that are, you know, still being developed, uh, we're really excited about. So not, not just that we are developing, but just as a community. I mean, as much as we've dug into this stuff the last couple months, uh, we've already seen some things change. You know, we have a couple launchpad offers that we are thinking about, but you know, the FOMO has kind of, we've kind of fought that off and uh, we're working hard to just build a, a solid community and, and do it right. So um, yeah, we're plowing through and, and uh, we want to, we want to bring our, our fans and our musicians together. So yeah, uh, yeah. Any questions you have? Uh, I got. We it looks like Steve is up here too, so he's kind of more of the the tech dev side of things. Um, so we can he can jump in too. I am no dev. Let's be well, clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dev at heart. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so interesting project here. And um, talk to me, talk to me about your strategy. Well, what what differentiates you guys from the um, from some of the, some of the other soul uh, music projects that we've seen out there? Hmm. Yeah, I've looked at some of the um, some of the music projects. They, they're pretty advanced, and <clears throat> I think that what we're trying to do is really merge the uh, the Web two world with the Web three world and whatever that looks like, and get to a point uh, a marketplace point where you uh, can interact or connect with uh, musicians uh, unlike you have before. And we want to be a really interesting project to, to talk about here, but hope you could, hopefully you can understand and respect our reservations. We don't want to lay it out there exactly what it is we're pointing to because you don't know who's listening and things move pretty fast in this space. And I've never been afraid to really talk about projects before uh, because you never thought you'd be out executed, but things move. And after listening to the guys uh, from the affinity, man, I feel like a trog on a spaceship right now. Um, it's it's definitely uh, uh, a, a point for Derek and I to to put ourselves in a situation where we're open to good criticism and whatnot. We we don't pretend to know anything. We're very new to the space. I've been listening for a long time, but just never participated. Didn't have an idea that I wanted to drive home. Um, and then he hit me up one day and said, "Hey, man, I got this idea. You know, I've been building amps for 15 years in my garage for for people that are real um, music that everybody's heard." 
And I just think there's some fun to be had and an opportunity to kind of change things and, and the way that, that uh, musicians interact or connect with fans. And I thought that sounds like a great idea. So here we are four weeks later and we're talking on the moon show. So thanks for having us uh, moon. It's really cool to be on here and to try to get some input, but back to your original question. It, I, I think the difference at this point in time is that we really want to go after <clears throat> the exclusive VIP club for the people who support us early on <clears throat> and uh, be able to give them access to stuff that they would never have uh, on their own in the first place. Uh, a really unique way uh, to share insights from musicians, uh, whether it's legacy musicians or, or whether it's current musicians. Um, and, and the legacy sounds a lot more fun to Derek and I because we're a little older. Um, but we, we realized that there, you uh, have to bring on kind of a, a modern uh, touch as well. And, and putting, putting like uh, audio files inside of an NFT and selling them in the marketplace isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about something entirely different. Again, I'd like to divulge it, but it's just not the time to do so. So uh, you know, getting into into um this uh getting into this space is so new everything's so new just listening to everybody on spaces is so wild how this is transformed. i was living, listening on clubhouse more than a year ago and here we are today inside here and there's tons of people you know, taking part in this listening to investment opportunities listening to projects being kicked off it, it, it's crazy it really is crazy to condense it down into uh, uh the, the last mm, let's say 18 months and and watching the the one uh, music marketplace take, I can't remember the name of it right now. It, it escapes me. Uh, but the, the interesting idea that they had was that they were going to go ahead and allow these uh, NFTs to be sold. And I couldn't quite understand whether they were going to allow multiple copies of a song or a single song, you know, things that just seemed like they didn't scale very well or whatnot. I think we're just going towards a different type of play uh, that would create a great deal more value for the for the buyer uh, of the artwork um, and for the, the the seller of the artwork, the musician, um, and that's kind of it. Without really telling you, I might have just wasted so, three minutes of talking. Yeah, no, you're good. You didn't waste anything. Um, so, see if you can uh, give me give us a test. Say, for example, I'm a musician or um, uh, a band or a solo artist, whoever. Um, what would your pitch be to me for someone that I, I'm, I'm someone, for example, that has never heard of NFTs or maybe I have, or, uh, but I haven't really dove into it. How would you sell me? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good question. We would have to really tell you what we were doing in order to do that. And I think you, your, their eyes would light up the moment you did. Uh, so how do well, I, let, let ahead, me add, add to that. I, I think, you know, even up in Seattle, there's still, uh, uh, the light bulbs have just not gone on for a lot of people with NFTs. You know, I, I think even crypto uh, has just been speculation in a lot of people's minds. And even for me, uh, the last until about six months or a year ago, when I started really looking into the opportunities and the utility of NFT and what it represents and, and what the crypto represents and how uh, how we're going to transition from from Web 2 to Web 3. And it was I finally, it was one of those, oh my God, I get it. And I think with the, a lot of the musicians we've talked to who are, you know, who have the fan base, but they don't have this web three mentality yet. Uh, when we talk to them and, and tell them what, what the tools that we're going to develop for them, 
they're like, I didn't even think of that. And, and that's what, when we bring that to our, when we bring our fan base to them through our community and our tools, uh, it's going to start to, to make some really cool connections. And on that, that's kind of the genesis of the business. So, um, as it pr- transpires, uh, and web three becomes more that inflection point happens where people really make that transition, whether it's, you know, six months, a year, five years, um, we're going to be there to, to offer some services that for both the fans and the musicians. So we're not going to fight with the record labels. Um, we're not, we're not going to be, uh, you know, a, a label company or a production company in that respect. Um, bands will still put out their music with their traditional uh, partners, but, but this will be a new way to connect with their audience. So. Okay. So you're looking to introduce uh, current musicians to complete new audience through um, your metaverse. Yeah. Ultimately we're going after uh, the the household names, you know, uh, artists and bands that already have an established fan base. Uh, And that, that's, that's kind of the, um, you know, we, we'd like to develop some opportunities for up and coming bands, maybe to connect and, and do some branding and marketing for them. But initially, you know, our roots are kind of in established acts and uh, we're going to do some some projects with them that are already kind of in, in talks. And uh, we're going to bring our fans to them, uh, people that know the NFT spaces. So um, that's kind of where it's all going to all going to blossom from. Okay, so I'm just looking at your white over here, and I'm on uh, meta version 1.0. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. The, yeah. These are some of the things that you're offering to your to your musicians, right? Um, the rehearsal space, the the studio, the tattoo shop. That's... Yeah, well, those those will be those will be spaces for in in the in the metaverse for our fans to kind of do their right. thing. Steve has already talked about some, uh, or we've talked about some retention uh aspects of of the uh the membership um he has a really extensive background in uh, social media apps and uh, he knows how to keep people engaged um so in, in the in the in the rocker nation metaverse there will be opportunities for us to do affiliate programs uh click-throughs shopping 3d engagement um VR concerts and, and, uh, chats. So that, that, that's where it really, besides the traditional marketplace, our web three space will be where it really kind of, kind of takes off as that, as that audience comes together. I think we talked last week about whether, uh, enough people are ready for, uh, web three and ready to throw on the Oculus and, and hang out for a couple hours every day. Uh, and you you corrected me by saying that you think people are. I, I think they are too. It's just a matter of uh, of getting uh, getting there. So when they get there, uh, the music people will have Rocker Nation uh, as a place to, to go. So that's the plan. Yeah, I mean, um, as we were talking about it last week, I, I I think we're getting there. I think uh, there's a lot more room for growth. Uh, I'm I'm interested in your your new metaverse. Um, what, at what stage is it at right now? Have you, have you guys started developing it or is it like sort of um, at the drawing board? I, I, mean? I had a really good conversation. Uh, I think yes, might've been yesterday or Saturday with uh, the meta village guys. And um, uh, initially 
you know, we'll, we'll partner up with uh, somebody that's already kind of getting those spaces established um, or, or maybe in the sandbox. But uh, part of our initial investment will be to uh, not just skin, but actually develop uh, uh, a place for people to go. Um, we're not get, we're not we're not going to have a shooter game. Uh, we're not going to go really heavy dev on on um, on that side of it. But there will be uh, there'll be activities and and ways for the membership to kind of connect. By by activities, you mean some of the things that we're saying here, like uh, the um, nightclub and yeah, exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And there'll be opportunities in those nightclubs to, for branding and, and marketing. Um, we, we have connections with, uh, you know, music stores and uh, tattoo artists and uh, brand. Uh, I know a ton of gear manufacturers from guitars to amplifiers to effects pedals. And they're all looking for opportunities to kind of get into uh, to, to get into that this space in, in a space where the where the customers are going to be flocking and we think rocker nation is going to be one of those spots so the the, the tattoo one's interesting to me um is is that a tattoo for your um nft pfp or is, that, is that a real life thing that's tattoo? what i i think it will be to initially just kind of a an a tattoo artist uh shop maybe we'll we'll partner with a tattoo artists to sell uh uh nfts maybe their uh their art um, but rock and roll and tattoos are, are one and the same. So, uh, we think that the people that come check out rocker nation will also be interested in, uh, hopping into the, the tattoo shop. So it's all, it's all, it all ties together. It's that, um, you know, it's that rock and roll vibe that that's been happening for 60 years and it's going to happen for, for 60 more too. And not just rock music, you know, everybody likes to throw the horns, whether you like to like. You know, Justin Bieber throws the horns, uh, hip hoppers throw the horns, everybody, you know, it's a universal symbol for rock and roll and music. And uh, that's kind of why we uh, we chose that as our uh, as our logo, I guess. Not only horns, but I know uh, Moon can talk about this more himself, but uh, Moon, you go, uh, what was it, crowd surfing still to this day, I think? <laughs> I do at times, yes. Oh, man, great. I haven't it's done that in a while, but... Uh... Yeah, I, I stay away from the mosh pits now. I, injuries don't heal in a day; they take like two weeks. So. <laughs> the kids don't know how to do it. It's funny. No, um, no, my kids but, do, but but uh, but I, we tried to. Uh, I, the last two years have screwed everything up, though, for everybody. Uh, my my, I feel really. We we had a really good meeting last weekend with a uh, kind of a Seattle known Seattle musician friend of ours, and uh, he's just bumming, man. You know, it was. They don't make money on the songs like they used to, and the streams, and they weren't making money from their shows. That was their bread and butter in the last two years, kind of ruined that for everybody. So now's a good time. People are scratching their heads, going, "Now what do we do?" And uh, I think this is going to be one of the things they do. Yeah, it's about the metaverse experiences, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I'm not that going to go uh, that much deeper because I think we have a pretty good uh, understanding of what you're trying to accomplish. So we may move on to one of the other projects here in a second. But you bet. I think one of the differentiators for you guys is just being in the industry for quite a while, having some of those relationships uh, exactly. that can offer up some kind of unique experience for people that own the NFTs. 
And but I think over time we'll just need to have more color as to what that exactly looks like, right? Yeah, for and, sure. Um, gonna, we, so it's still early on with you guys, but yeah, we've got things planned. Uh, we're gonna we've got the VR experiences already set up, so um, you know what people will be able to see what we're offering. Could I use Oculus for that, or what's that? Well, they'll we'll we'll put them on a you know a YouTube VR to start with, um, and then the you know, the early access and the exclusivity will come through rocker nation in the, in the metaverse. But, um, yeah, you won't have access to, to the stuff right off the bat unless you're, you're in the group. Uh, you know, okay, gotcha. yeah. Yeah. And guys, by the way, I did, I did get hit with a migraine just like uh, 10 minutes Uh-oh. ago for everyone in the room. So I'm probably going to have Koopy talk a little bit more than normal, but, uh, I, I can't even look at screens or look at my notes right now. So I'm trying to you know, bear with you guys or bear yeah, with man. me as I kind of struggle through this, but, um, yeah, excited for what you guys are doing. I think, you know, the experience of peace is going to be huge as far as metaverse goes over the next several years, especially in VR. We just got that Oculus a couple weeks ago and it's pretty oh, yeah. uh, amazing if you haven't, um, my experienced kids are on VR all the as time. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's happening as they say. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks for coming up. Um, yeah, could be any other questions it. for these guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Rock Rock Nation, thanks for coming up, guys. Um, uh, I'm excited to follow along your project and see um, see what happens, what you guys uh, come out with. Yeah, um, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, we have a lot to learn, so that's why we're here. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. Please, uh, anytime, join us. Um, Great. I mean, sorry to, sorry to hear about your migraine, uh, but nonetheless, uh, we'll, we'll carry on with the show. Uh, let's uh, let's let's move on to uh, Moon Dosa. How, how you doing, guys? Um, thanks for thanks for coming on here. Um, you guys, you you guys have a lot of uh, moving parts with your with your NFT, and I'd love to um, with a collection. I'd love to clarify the, um, exactly what each of those mean and um, what we should look out for. So, yeah, sure thing. Um, I think Justin was still half asleep when he was explaining the breeding, so I'm gonna go over that again real quick. Basically, uh, for every Mundusa that you hold, you're going to get two uh, Mundusa snake eggs. You'll be able to take those eggs, place them in the incubator. We're doing a 24-hour free incubator mint at some point for um, phase one holders. Once you take those eggs, you place them in the incubator. There's, you'll Obviously, you'll get snakes. You take the snakes. Then at the end of our, our moon map, we have a, a snake den that we're releasing. You'll be able to take the snakes that you hatched from the incubator. Depending on the breed of snakes you have, there's going to be different stats and attributes that will give different breeding outcomes. You can take the snakes, place them in the, the snake den, then you can breed more eggs. Now the eggs, the snakes, and uh, the Mundusa NFTs themselves, you can, we're going to have the card game called Mundusa Madness. <clears throat> You'll be able to take those NFTs, wager them in battle. You'll be able to earn passive income with the Mooney coin that we're, we're launching. Uh, we don't have the tokenomics and everything uh, set in stone yet, so I won't be able to answer anything regarding that but we're going to have that be the coin for passive income. We're going to do the white paper release shortly after Mint, just explaining everything, the tokenomics, the attributes of the snakes, the breeding outcomes, and everything once it's all set in stone and can be 100% accurate. We have a moon shop for humans. We have a moon shop for NFTs. Basically, the human one's going to be merch, real-life things that you can wear or use, posters, pins, uh, collectible action figures, things like that. The NFT shop or the NFT moon shop is going to be add-ons, wearables, power-ups for the games, different cards, different uh, special moves and things like that that you can use to enhance your experience and with that, within our other utilities in our card game. And uh, you'll be able to, we're going to try to make it so you can use USD, Soul, and MooneyCoin inside our shops. And uh, it's basically a rough overview. If you guys have any questions, just give me a shout. I'll be here. 
Okay, okay. So let's see. Let's see if I get this. So, so I, what's the first mint? First mint is the um, the, the egg, right? Correct. We're doing the egg airdrop, two eggs for each Mundusa that you hold, and there's an okay. eight mint max. Right. And uh, this the, this gameplay, the, this game that you're talking about, uh, do, you, do you have any uh, the gameplays or some sneak peeks of that? Uh, are we able to see? No, we don't have any alphas done for that yet. It's going to be browser-based. Um, we're hoping to get some alphas finished here shortly. So no, there's no, uh, no gameplay examples of that yet. But it's going to be okay. like Hearthstone, kind of, So if you're familiar with that. Like what, sorry? Hearthstone or Hearthstone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, very familiar. I used to, I used to play that um, quite a bit uh, a few years back. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Go along with that style and keep it browser-based and just simple turn for turn. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I'm so NFT. How you doing, man? I see you got your hand up. Hey, what's up, brother? So I know Corey and the Moon Deuces, and um, you know they had let uh, they had kind of started this a long time ago. They actually started working on this a year ago, and at that time, everybody and their mother had plotted them around ETH. And uh, Corey, had, you know, obviously is one of the hardest working, smartest human beings I actually know, and you know who I am. So for me to say that's pretty powerful. And um, I saw them on ETH and. He just didn't want to do it, but the partner that he had kind of just kept pushing it. And lucky for us, it, it was one of those things where they saw very quickly and, and Corey immediately reached out to me, Chris, look, I wanted to do this on Solana and I'm not going to talk about who didn't want to listen, but there were people who didn't want to listen. And now Corey finally had a use case to say, look, and and you help us explain to this person who's on the team that Solana would be the best option. And so this has been a long time coming. The Moondusas, it hasn't been mentioned much or brought up much, but they've been working on these breeding mechanics, these tokenomics and the Hearthstone gameplay aspect. And most of what Corey does is really high level clerical stuff uh, from like a data analytics point of view. So my guy sits there and defines and works out mathematics and algorithms. And then when he believes that he has a balanced system, this is when he'll start putting it into a GUI. So I've seen some of the sneak peek stuff and some of the alpha arts, but there's no alpha gameplay. However, since they want to follow something like Hearthstone, I'm also going to fully support them in that with some of our Unity devs that we've got on our, uh, in our resources. I'm a diamond player in Hearthstone. So I figured that that gives me a good opportunity to help them balance this. But Corey is one of my friends. And today's the first day that we're publicly talking about Moondusas to the Solana community. Um, but their, their art is absolutely insane. And their artist who Corey hired a long time ago to start working on Moondusas is also the artist who worked with Best Buds. So from a connections standpoint, it's sewn in very well to a couple very good communities, which is why they haven't had to do much marketing. But I am so thankful to you and Moonrobing today for allowing them on this stage because I am so glad for everyone to meet them firsthand. And I personally cannot wait to get my Moondusas. Guys, the art is insane. So even with all the utility that I personally seen the metrics for, that roadmaps built for, et cetera, et cetera, even without any utility, the price of this NFT and the quality of the art, this is the first time that I saw something where I was like, dude, I'm going to buy it just because they look so sick. 
So I'm really happy you guys had the spaces today. I'm really pumped to see Mendoza's here. And I assure you guys, they have full and total support from my community. Thank you, bro. We appreciate you, man, so much. So, um, yeah, there, there's some strong words right there from Mumsa NFT. And um, if you are a regular listener, I'm sure you've heard him uh, come up a few times. And uh, this is probably one of, the, one of the first few times he's given such a, such a raving review. Um, Corey, and um, are, you, are you guys friends in real life? Is that what you're referring to? Or are you involved in the project any other way? I'm sorry. No, no, no. We, we saw him doing this. And whenever the, they had developers on E. And this is part of the issue. And he just wanted to use Solana so badly, like, because it made sense, right? But they were just on this pathway where they were afraid of maybe disheartening their their small community at the time as they were growing, maybe causing too much confusion. And also, you've got a lot of hope out there that the smart contracts are going to get better, that ETH 2.0 is going to get better. So when all of that happened and they were having issues with devs um, on their ETH, this is what they're having issues with because the guys just weren't being they weren't doing well by them right so instead of them sitting here making excuses or trying to raise money they took it upon themselves to actually just go ahead take the losses make good with their community set up shop on solana reconfigure the roadmap to be more heavy in utility now that that opportunity would be here and i didn't want to see them get screwed over again so i personally did their generative art, uploaded it to Arweave, and made their candy machine for them. Why? Because we like them, and we believe in them, and we want to see them on Solana. So we developed their candy machine for them as friends. I met him on Clubhouse, not in real life. I just met him on Clubhouse one day. I've had 50 conversations with him. And when I see a genuine person who's working their ass off, this man, literally, he goes to his job and then he comes home and spends more time on this than he does on his real life. And he does have a family. So when I see that level of commitment and I'm able to assist, I do. And so we've also positioned them with resources to make sure that they have continued development. But there is no point that they could hit any wall that he will not be able to reach out to me directly. I've even given him my cell phone number so that we can communicate via text because I really like his project. I really like his worth ethic and I really want to see him succeed. So yes, we did develop the candy machine for him and do the generative art so that we could make sure that all the metadata and everything was up to the Metaplex standard in CMV2. So am I understanding it correctly that you guys are at the moment sort of partners in a sense no, and no, 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 just no. a fan no I'm a fan I'm a friend from Clubhouse I want them to be on right. Solana I want the most people to be on Solana if you're a real person that I know is not going to fuck people over I want you on Solana so we made them a candy machine and did their generative yeah. art for them I am not so their partner <laughs> we just developed that shit to make it easy for them to come here so you guys could get exposure because I want them in our ecosystem, not in that ecosystem. Right, okay, I get you. All right, fair enough. Uh, thanks for that. Um, Corey, uh, um, Mondisa, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not sure what your name is, the one that's actually speaking for Mondisa. Um, yeah, anything to add on to that? Well, one thing I would ask, actually, if I can jump in quick, is you mentioned up front at the intro, uh, like other kind of passive investment opportunities. 
outside of NFTs. There's a lot that you guys do. Just curious as to what that framework may look like or what those opportunities is it VC stuff or um, you know, what were you what were you kind of speaking to? So um, outside of this, I own multiple companies. Um, you know, I, I quit my job. I dropped out of high school a long time ago. I've started four companies on my own. And there's a lot of people in our community because, as he said, we've been building this community for about six months now. We've made a lot of friends. All the original people that have been here have my personal cell phone number. And there's a lot of people that are trying to start their own companies. And that's what I do. I help people start companies. I help people fix their credit. Um, I have multiple ways to earn passive income. I run an Amazon company. So I just wanted to make it a point to our community that when we get into um, our space, you know, we built a virtual office and I'm basically letting our community know that I'm here to help them walk them through, um, you know, building their own company, how to set up their credit profile, taking some of this money that they're making from this NFTs and putting into, into other things, not just crypto, not just NFTs. So I made that well known in the community. Um, everybody has my personal number, my Instagram I just want to make sure that, you know, the people there know that we're real and we're here for a long time. And it's not just about NFT. There's other things to life. And I want to make sure I can help them in any way I can. Okay, got it. You actually sound kind of similar to Doc Hollywood um, voice-wise, but a little bit different. So it's not the same person. But <laughs> Yeah, I got, a, I got like a 90-year-old smoker's voice, especially when I didn't get any sleep. I sound terrible. Well, he's in the music industry, so I'm sure he's been working for years, but I could be wrong. Yeah. He, he Corey's the music guy. Corey's got a studio. Uh, he's made a couple albums. So okay. you know, it's, The one cool thing about our team, too, is like if you go through our Doc's channel, our team is so diverse. You know, We all have a little bit of everything. We all have a different background, and I think that's why we mesh well. We have so much different things that we can offer the community what, what's the timeline for Mendoza for the mint we're minting on the ninth so we got we're minting in two days okay. so we're going to do that first phase um we're going to have to give away we're we're making sure we're taking care of every, everybody there was originally so we're going to give away a bunch of nfts to them we did a lot of contests so there'll be about four thousand available and then after phase two we're going to release another four thousand four hundred forty four and then we already are in plans on you know the next step of this project because this isn't going to be the end of this we want to continue to build this project out and not switch from project to project you know this is going to be a long-term thing what was the uh, mint price or what will be the mint price so for the first phase is going to be point for this phase of four thousand four hundred forty four it's point six nine soul we did it very cheap giving everybody the opportunity to get one. The next phase of uh, 4,444 will be three sold. Is there whitelists at all or is it just open? Yeah, this is going to be a pretty much whitelist only. We did it a little bit differently. It's not going to be a guaranteed whitelist, but um, as everything's going right now, you're going to be able to mint eight per wallet. And we're looking to close whitelist down at around 1,500 to 1,800 members, depending on um, a couple things that we have going on with our own AMA tonight. We're going to do somewhat of a, we're, I'm going to kind of ask some questions today just to kind of feel out what everybody wants to do with this. But, um, yeah. How many do you, still have, do you still have room for other whitelists? Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. So that's the other would thing be, I was going to tell you. We you be open to giving some. out five here? Five? Yeah, no. Yeah, I was going to actually tell you guys. We'd be definitely willing to give out more than that. We can do 10 to 15. And uh, however you okay. guys want to set it up, just let me or Corey know. Maybe we'll do five on the on the end at the end of the show and then maybe like another five over the next 24 hours. Because we get a lot of guys that miss the show but listen to the recording. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Okay, we can do that. Cool. Thanks uh, for for doing that. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. And Medusa, you guys aren't in St. Louis, are you? 
No, me and Corey are actually childhood friends, so we've known each other since we were eight years old. This is something we've wanted to do a long time. We made a lot of money. We lost a lot of money in crypto, so we decided to take that and bring it here and try to, you know, do some good things with NFTs. And it's it's been a rough road. Where are you guys at? Like California? Or? We're in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only know knuckleheads out of St. Louis. That's why I, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, we're in uh, upstate New York, about three, was, three hours out of the city. I was talking crap to Intergalactic. Because this guy, not for long though. Uh, we're we're heading we're heading south soon. I think this this snow is killing us, man. I can't do this shit anymore. No, I hear you. It's, it'll be over soon enough. You know, in July. So yeah, then you get then you get you get two months of pure misery and heat and sweat, and then you're right back to the winter again. I'm over it. That's why you just got to move down to like Honduras or something. You know, land's a little cheaper. Yeah. Just buy a compound and do your thing well once these producers um, are at a 500 soul floor then i'll get i'll buy my own little island and we'll call it a day there you go <laughs> hey you could always uh go mint the uh, blue terror project and get a piece of an island yeah, I, I know somebody brought that up you know we're really good friends with the owners of meta village those are gonna oh, be okay fun. i'm definitely gonna have a bunch of those in my wallet for sure those are those things are awesome the other question I have for you guys, and then I do want to get to Zilla. Zilla has been super patient, probably the most patient guys we've ever had. Um, but, you know, you talked about, like, uh, if I've got a male snake and there's a fem- someone else with a female snake, you're going to build some sort of, like, you know, system that allows me to connect with those, with those other holders to do the, the breeding piece. You know, and if they obviously have the eggs, are the eggs split evenly amongst the, me and the other holder? Or how does that, that work? Yeah, so we're, we're basically we're going to have a channel or a category within our, our Discord for people to contact each other, see who's got which breed of which snake, what sex the snake is. And, yeah, there'll be different breeding outcomes. If you if you pair two snakes together that are that don't have the right attributes attributes or that are unlikely to produce, have a worse percentage of uh, breeding reproduction, then you could possibly get zero, zero eggs. If you put two really compatible snakes in the, in the snake den together, then you could get three to four eggs, two or more. So we're... We're gonna um, we're gonna lock in all the exact details, but yeah, we're gonna have different breeding outcomes. Some could be zero, some three to four. When you breed, is your NFT burned or does you still have it? No, what we're gonna do is uh, we're thinking it's not set in stone, but we think we're gonna each time you breed, it's gonna lower your stats or lower the capability of uh, using that snake to breed again, and then eventually it might get burned out or it just might uh, lose become infertile or whatever the word is, it might lose its fertility and not be able to breed anymore. So, Okay, gotcha. We have to do a lot more research on uh, on snake, on snakes in general, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Koopy, any other, uh, I know we had a nice shout out from an intergalactic, but Koopy, any other questions from you? Uh, no, I, th- I think um, I think like you said, Zillas have been very patient. So uh, let's go over to Zillas after this. Uh, guys, uh, Medusa, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Um, Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, Zillas, you guys minted back in the middle of December. <coughs> one soul. Um, there's a, you, I think you have a pretty vibrant, growing community. We've been trying to get you on the show for quite a while. You've got. Um, you know, a game in the works, obviously. You got staking. I think staking is live. You mentioned yeah. kind of sandbox. I don't know if you're doing something with sandbox uh, itself or you're, you're building out kind of uh, some land. But, you know, before I kind of dig into the kind of specific questions, can you maybe just give us a little bit more of a deep dive on what's what's the latest kind of ongoings with, with Zillas? Yeah. 
sorry, uh, have been, you know, um, almost three months. Uh, it's not three months already, but it's completely crazy. It seems like it's have been a year. Yeah, so far we have a um, breeding system. Uh, so if Medusa's guys have any question, we can talk later. Anything well, you need help, for sure, we were open, you know, to get some advice, something like that. Uh, so far, have the breeding things have worked so so good for us. Uh, people are happy with the babies and the arts and, and the eggs and all the things. So, yeah. Um, we um, in the 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 last thing we have worked uh, have been the the staking system. Um, we haven't. Yeah, I I I personally I didn't wanted to do staking. I just wanted to airdrop the R tokens, but our community asked it for a long time, so that's why uh, we develop it. Um, because for me, kind of uh, staking your NFT in a contract is kind of more. Insecure, it's not insecure, it's just giving more uh, things that uh, add in risk to your NFT. But um, we, we, we managed to de- deploy the contract by ourselves. So um, I, I'm the only one who control, you know, the rat bolt. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of pretty safe staking system right now. So we kind of decided to do it and, you know, uh, hear our community and deploy it. So I think last thing we... Um, Deployed was our staking system. So far, kind of more of 16 or 17, uh, 70 or 60 SILAs are staked. Uh, since the start, we have less than 10, 10% of SILAs listed. Right now, I think we have f- 5 or 6%. Uh, people like SILAs, and we are here for long term, and we have talked to our community from the start with this uh, launcher project because we are building games, as you said. Um, our game studio is pretty professional. They are talking us that in two, two months, less than two months, we want to have a kind of uh, game uh, developed for Sandbox. Um, Sandbox is kind of hats and slash games. Uh, it's kind of casual uh, games. So far this year, Sandbox will release the Play to Earn feature. And that's a pretty big thing for Sandbox, if you guys don't know it. So also we plan to, you know, work with Sandbox in that kind of pay to earn thing. Right now we are developing our game, just kind of fun game to do, to use your voxelated models and your skins and, you know, hang out with another great projects in the metaverse like CyberCons, you know, SubDocs, something like that. So, yeah, and as always, I told you that our aim is, you know, have this Scylla known worldwide as a brand, not just a game, you know, uh, so, and you will also be able to just to connect your Scylla in, uh, it's, I tr- we will try to fit them in most of the 3D metaverse, you know, but yeah, if Kai, if Kai make a resume, uh, we have done the minting, the legendary auctions, uh, we haven't and done all the legendary auctions, so there's a few ones that uh, need to be done. Legendary uh, holders have access to the Legendary Council that also decides some things of the project. So it's pretty important that our Legendary uh, Council is made of kind of full OG people from Solana, a lot of Boogles, some kind of dragons, and Tayo Monkeys are big influencers. So they're kind of also helping you know to develop the way, the right way to see us and how we want to make it growth in, you know, in the future. Um, yeah, after legendary auctions, we implemented the breeding system. You need two Silas and also rat, that is our utility token, you know, to breed an egg. The egg, acts after 20 days, hatches uh, automatically in a baby. 
and we have set up of servers who do it and automatically every 20 minutes or 30 minutes if your egg completed the 20 days of hatching um, process and they evolve in a baby stella automatically so yeah uh, have been a really and also we develop our staking yeah? uh, later before we kind of airdrop all our utility token to unlisted sealers right now you can air, earn our utility token that is red by the um, uh, staking it we have a staking locking system so if you lock your sila for more time while staking you earn more rats kind of multipliers um, and we have been working since the start in the voxelated models because some guy here also talk about how uh, how much time consumes you know to develop a 3d model uh, and if you want to do a whole collection it takes a lot of time so we have been working in the 3d models from this early from the start of the project and um, before we minted we have been in, uh, doing our 3d voxelated models um, for our 3d voxelated collections that's going to be uh, needed to use it in the metaverse so um, our babies are going to be pretty important, or our, all our assets right now are going to be pretty important in the future. You know, the Genesis one sellers and also the baby ones um, could be also be evolved later. So, but you will need all these kind of assets, you know, to mint your voxelated models. That's going to be the 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 you know the climax um, thing of our roadmap 1.0. You know, have your voxelated models to be used in the metaverse. So, yeah. Um, we we have been uh, as told you before we are working since months or a little bit more in our sandbox game we have um, by it three lands because our game is going to be huge and we need a um, big a uh, lot of lands that is a big investment also um, the game studio also is a huge investment but all this kind of thing we have it in our roadmap and all the, the money that we have um, collected by royalties and also from the means from have been mostly all then you know invested in our our things you know the development thing different things the game the uh, lands all all these kind of things so yeah so far um, we are pretty high because and we have built all these kind of stuff we are really happy but most of we are most of happy right now um if all if because of our community they are very supportive we call it the familia it's kind of a lot of means we always have fun yeah that's that's keep us you know um the, the the patience you know, give us the patience you know to people to wait for the game um you know being developed but i think it's pretty fair two months or three months you know to develop a game and uh, it's really good you know uh, so uh, people will and soon they're gonna see some sneak peeks about the how advanced we are in the game and the assets and, and how it's gonna be you know the mechanics so yeah so uh, we are pretty excited um, what world we are doing right now <clears throat> how big is the team now Zillas? um it's uh, we are kind of it's two developers one front end one back end and uh, we are including our rest developer right now and a few things about rest we have our sources with bigger bigger partnerships like tire robotics has helped us to, to develop the breathing system um so um um, the artist and also the founder, kind of the CEO. Um, we have uh, two community managers and also we have uh, another mod, something like that. But our team, official team, must be um, four, four people, you know, developing all this kind of thing. 
you know, the game studio is a professional studio. We are not developing it. We are not experts right. in games You're something like that. Yeah. yeah. And you need, if you want to do a professional game, you need a professional studio, you know, unless you are kind of retired or you have been working in a studio for a long time. I think uh, the most professional thing to do is, you know, uh, ask for a, a game studio to do it, you know. You can bring the ideas. You can bring, uh, we have a lot of focus groups. We can talk a lot with the, the guys, you know, how these things going to be, how the mechanics, the lore. All these kind of things that need to have a lore, needs to have a direction. This this kind of things need to be like a movie. Right now, all the kind of games are like movies. No, you know, have the introduction, your um, development, the, your climax. You know, so yeah, has been really fun thing. You know, I'm kind of gamer from you know the early stage of my life. So you know, developing my own game is kind of a dream. No, it's pretty hard work, but it's also it's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, you guys have a lot going on. Um, the game piece is pretty interesting. I think it's smart. You're probably outsourcing it, right? I think a lot of times you've got these projects that are trying to do it all in-house, which, you know, who knows how that's going to end up turning out. So yeah. um, partner with a good, you know, uh, a good third party, I think you, you know, it can be successful. But as we mentioned earlier, talking with this world of mine, it just takes time to put together really good games. And even then, uh, even with great studios, you do have flops. So it's just obviously a risky endeavor. But you could strike gold too, so we'll have to see how how it how it pans out. <clears throat> yeah, sure, man. Um, uh, so far, all have been working really good. They have developed uh, and you know doing the things in the right time, and they are working hard for us. So yeah, um, they are not uh, the biggest studio. They are a really good known one. I can share it on the name right now. We're gonna share it after. You know the game is a bit uh, launched, so but yeah, uh, we are pretty happy so far what, what they are doing, and we also, as you know, we are starting our conversation to do our and um, MMO RPG, you know, a game that's gonna be play to earn in completely in Web three. So that's also a fun thing. But it's gonna be also later. Yeah, it's gonna be develop um, starting development uh, in the late Q two or the early Q three, as I told you before. With the um, the staking piece, what is the token called again? Rats, R A D. Rats. That's radiator. You know, Silas are kind of big monsters, you know, kind of Godzilla, so our rats fit perfectly. So H Silas, you know, emits rats. So that's. And when did staking start? Capability? What? Sorry, what? When did the capability of, of staking start for you guys? Ah, we, we have launched it already, so like um, two or one or two weeks ago. Um, yeah, just, yeah, so yeah, so I was curious how long ago it started. Okay, so like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then what what is the utility of the, the coin? Because it, not to push back on you, but, you know, a lot of projects we have on our show, they've got, you know, the staking piece, they've got the, the breeding piece. Or yeah, whatever. of course. Um, you know, the tokenomics piece. I'd just be curious as to you, like, this sounds like the tokens will probably be used inside of the game as well when that comes out. But, like, what is the long-term utilization for, for the token that you're building or that you have now live? Really good question. Um, our utility is, is going to be huge or uh, really important in the Silas metaverse and also the game in the future. Right now, we also have, you need to find, you know, utilities right away yeah, when you launch it because otherwise people just going to sell it, you know, because there's no need or to, or there's no utility. So uh, the first, we first launched the uh, hatching. You need um, 450 uh, tokens to hatch uh, baby Silas. Um, you need to wait. It's, it's kind of, you need to have two Silas and wait 
40 days to have enough rat to breed one baby. So that's our first uh, utility we have done it. Um, that's kind of uh, and simply squeeze a lot of the rats right now. Uh, when every uh, breeding, you know, we call it breeding season starts because every, you need to wait, wait 20 days, you know, to, to breed. Uh, after you breed, you need to wait another 20 days. So every breed season we have, and the, the super squeeze of the, you know, um, token is, is really have, have, have happening a lot. And also you need rats to stake it with lock time. With lock time. Uh, you can stake your silla without log time, and you don't, you don't you don't need rats. But if you want to give it multipliers, um, air more rat while staking, and that's um, because you lock it. You need also to uh, lock 100 rats. So there's also another utility give it to the token. No, so you you want to air more, you need to uh, bring more rats. No, um, also we are really close to launch our. 3D figurines um, printing merch. So you wanna have, you wanna be able to buy Silas. Uh, I'm orthodontist. I have a lot of 3D printer printers that I use to my dental praxis. So we're gonna start printing, you know, the 3D models of the Silas. So uh, it's gonna be limited pieces. We're gonna start with the collection with 100 limited pieces of Silas. They're beautiful. You can put it in your desk, whatever, and you wanna have your Silas. Also, you're gonna need rats and to buy them and all these kind of rats is going to be burned also so that's uh, also bring the supply really slow so for for me that's gonna cost me the resin because i already have the 3d printers uh, I, I bought a few ones more but for me uh, that's not a problem um, and most of the is for the holders cannot be free because uh, you're just gonna need rat that you also earn by holding your sealers uh, you're going to be able to buy this kind of limit um, pieces of 3D um, real-world, you know, merch. That we're going to start that. Also, you're going to be able to buy, like, hoodies and all this kind of stuff that most of the projects have for merch. Um, be, but, because, but, but we also is going to we, we always going to do some kind of limit uh, collections. Not going to be huge or you're going to have be able to, to buy whatever you want. No, it's going to be really limited. So first people who come, people who, got, who, who buy is going to be the most, uh, the guy who going to uh, go to those kind of merch. So yeah, our plans in the future right now, while our games are in development is launch these kind of uh, marketplace, merch marketplaces, you know, have these another utilities and we also have another plans, you know, to be launched soon. I can't talk that much more, but yeah, we have uh, a lot of more things that's coming. And we're going to share a few more things in this week, later this week. But yeah, uh, there's we have been working nonstop since the start. Um, I'm a father, I have two kids, uh, I'm married, so... I uh, have been working a lot, a lot since the start, but I love, I really love this kind of thing. So I kind of uh, work less as orthodontics, a dentist, medical practice, uh, because, uh, and I have more time, you know, to work on Silas. That's perfect. Very thorough uh, run through. And guys, if you're just joining us right now, we've had uh, Lafinity, Zilla's just talking, uh, Rocker Nation, Amundusa, and this world of mine that have been on the Morning Mitt show with us today went deep with uh, all five of these projects. This this show is recorded. Uh, I'll work later today to get it up on the the Mooncast podcast as well, so it will live on there forever. Uh, but these recordings on Twitter are always uh, available for the next thirty days. Uh, 
Koopy, anything else that you want to hit from Mozilla's perspective? I can't think of a single thing that hasn't been covered, to be honest. It was uh, one of the more thorough um, one of the thorough uh, deep dives we've had, and I uh, appreciate it very much. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for, first of all, your patience and for, for coming on here. Uh, it's, it's been great. And... Yeah, so to close things out, what we'll do is kind of final rounds, go around each project. You know, we have a lot of turnover in the room over two hours, so give us uh, another you know, two minutes, to just overview of, of who you are, if you minted, if you're minting, all that good stuff. Um, anything you want to highlight, kind of like we did at the very beginning of the call. And then we'll do the giveaways as well. So I know we've got like the Zilla egg. When we come back to you, Zillas, we'll do that live. Uh, same with uh, the Rockers, uh, Intergalactic, Cistelania. Um, we'll, uh, we'll give out one of the chimps. And then I think, um, who was it? When Medusa is going to be doing five whitelist spots as well. So um, without further ado, let's see. Who should we hit first? Let's go to this world of mine. So why don't you start there, and then we'll circle back to uh, Affinity, and then we'll just kind of go through the through the ranks of the panel. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for coming on today. And if you have any questions for any of these guys, please request the mic now. We'll pull you up here as we kind of do the final final round. So uh, this rule of the mind, give us the uh, final salute. Thanks for jumping on. I can't help but feeling bad with all these discussions of <clears throat> liquidity providers and data oracles that we gave Moon a headache. But uh, that's that's not us at this world of mine. So um, so we are a one to four person cooperative uh, third person shooter built in Unreal Engine with a bunch of unbelievable creatives, um, devs and uh, technical folk. Uh, we've been building for six months. Um, we were we were in the space before uh, games were even really a thing on, on these uh, on these Solana platforms. We are minting 3000 um, character NFTs. They are uh, EMUs, Enhanced Mechanical Units. Uh, we call them EMUs. Uh, the, the Praetorian Collection is a 3,000 3, uh, NFTs that we're launching today. The, uh, the, um, the whitelist mint starts at uh, noon Central Standard Time. I'm in Central, so I know what time it is for me. Um, and, uh, and then Public Mint is two hours after that. Uh, we, are super, we are super, super stoked. Uh, we are a, a team of builders, uh, and, and I think that a lot of people respect that in the space. We actually just got a, just got a shout out this morning from uh, Big Brains uh, Gaming Arm. We've been in contact with those guys um, for a while since, since it spun up, and they are a big fan of our project as well, which I find awesome. Um, my, my, my last 20-second pitch is... Um, from a, from a uh, from an NFT and finding your uh, your project perspective is um, you know some of these uh, bigger bigger guys are looking to find projects early and get into them before they uh, hype and build like like builders do. That would be us. If you're interested in investing in builders and holding a token that builders are building on, that would be us. Um, and I think it's really really cool. Um, we just dropped our 3D art and um, come check it out on the Twitter. Follow us in Discord and uh, and reach out if you have any questions. And maybe you'll catch me on uh, Moon Roving's podcast pretty soon too yes do it are you um what, what are you minting on today is it your own site yeah so uh that's a, a really good question so we were going to mint on soulport we were one of the first uh three projects to mint on soulport.io we were the only project so far that i know of that was um kyc by them like got on a call and and talk, and and gave us project details and got verified through them uh, but they delayed their mint due to the uh ukraine uh, russia deal and uh we delayed our mint to accommodate them once and we weren't gonna we weren't gonna delay it again so um we had we had full intention of launching with soulport we will be one of the first uh three projects i think to be uh listed on secondary on soulport we are a huge 
huge fan of Teo Robotics. They are robots. We are a huge fan of Soulport Tom. They are a fan of us. And um, we are minting on a custom candy machine on our website uh, as a result of that Soulport issue only. Um, but we are we are uh, going to be uh, listed on them on secondary as soon as it goes live, which should be tomorrow. So um, we're, we're uh, th- that's the result. The result is we're, we're minting on our website via custom candy machine. Um, but we are uh, we are integrating uh, with Soulport and listed on secondary immediately when they go live. So. You know, one of the first shows I ever did, or I think before Koopy and I even started this show, uh, I reached out to them through like uh, the network and we did like a, just a one-on-one over uh, Twitter spaces, like early October. They started, they started moon roving on this path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> so, uh, and now I can't get them back on. They're so busy. Oh, we're going to drop our mint link obviously in our discord, just like everybody else. He's uh, out in the yeah, UK, right? Isn't he? Isn't Tom? Uh, he's out of the, he's out of Europe. Yep. I, I'm not sure if he's out of the UK or not, but I know he's out of Europe. Yep. Yeah. So interesting storyline there for sure. Okay, guys, good luck with the uh, the mint today. Thanks for for jumping on, and we'll we'll stay connected. We uh, we could do a couple of whitelist giveaways too if you're if you're interested. Um, we we would love to yeah. do like uh, five whitelist spots uh, sure. giveaway. You want to just pick five people? Yeah, I'll pick uh, I'll pick five and and and. Do you want them to come to your? Um your discord and then the show you can pick five there yeah no uh the first five people i'm uh twam travis on in our discord come to our discord and message me directly so you came here from uh, morning mint show and we will we'll give you we'll get you the whitelist token uh get you a whitelist token right then okay perfect thanks your dms are open yep my dms are open okay cool thanks so much for coming on yeah guys you have you have interest jump in the discord uh, DM Tom and uh, get a whitelist for the Tom Travis T W O M Travis. Yeah, perfect. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, let's hop over and uh, talk with Affinity. Give us a kind of a salute, man. Thanks for for jumping on the show. Appreciate you taking two hours. Yeah, man. Thanks for inviting us. It's great to be on. Um, so let's see, we're going to be opening our liquidity pools soon. Um, we did a whitelist a while ago, uh, that's closed now. Um, and they will get early access to the pools. Um, the other group of people who will get early access is whoever holds a Lafinity flare. So if you're interested in getting access to those, uh, juicy yields, you can pick one up. And once again, the yields that we have are purely organic. We do not have any inflationary token rewards. Um, it's, it all comes from trading fees and uh, market making profit. And uh, you won't be able to generate these kinds of yields on other DEXs. Um, other than that, we've been releasing our tokenomics in a series of articles, videos, and podcasts. So whichever medium uh, you like for learning, you can choose whichever one. And uh, I think you'll find our tokenomics very interesting. They are very different from um, the common (laughs) tokenomics that we see on Solana nowadays um, that often lead to tons of dumping. Um, We're doing a lot of innovative things. For example, no liquidity mining and our DEX is owning the liquidity it provides. We have VE tokenomics, Uh, there will be bribing. And uh, we dynamically adjust our trading fees so that the VE Lafinity holders get the lion's share of the uh, revenue that our protocol generates. Stuff like that. So um, if you're interested, please check that out. Uh, And yeah, if you have any questions, please uh, join us in our Discord. Always happy to answer any questions. By the way, this is uh, Durden speaking. So uh, yeah, you'll, you'll probably recognize me in the Discord. So hope to see you there.
All right, brother. Thank you for coming on. Uh, great to meet you. Love what you guys are doing. Keep uh, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. See ya. All right, let's head over to Rocker Nation. Rocker, give us kind of a final like two minute salute, and then I'll pull um, the folks that have uh, retweeted that tweet, and we can go give those three uh, NFTs away, the tokens away. So, and if they're not in the room, we'll just pick uh, three random people. But I'll I'll do it fairly right now. So over okay. to you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. We learned a lot. Um, we're a little bit more of a traditional play. You know, we're a content media company uh, first and foremost. Uh, and our plan is to um, bring music fans together in a Web3 space and offer some tools to our, our musicians uh, to connect with those people. So, um, yeah, we're excited. As far as Mint goes, we've got 5,000 uh, tokens um, we're going to mint in uh, Q2. We're trying not to be in too big of a hurry. We've still got some uh, some brand loyalty to build, uh, and we want to get that community nice and strong before we uh, before we uh, launch the mint. So, um, yeah, and this is how it happens. We I've already gotten a lot of uh, DMs and and responses just in the last couple hours. So people are excited for it, and uh, I think it's a sexy project. People should like it a lot. Sorry, um, I was doing the, the the Twitter giveaway thing. So hold on one second here. No worries. I actually only selected one person instead of three by accident. So let me do the drawing. <laughs> uh, so first one is blank. Or I'm sorry, blank dash. Mick Boss. He's got like a blue smiley face. Is he in the room with two axes? No, looks like he's not here. Okay. Soul Shaker, are you in here? Soul Shaker has won a couple times over the months. He actually, last time he, he, he won, he wasn't in here, so he may not be in here again. Soul Shaker, Soul Shaker, no? Okay. So what would they do, just reach out to me privately? Well, I was going to say um, have them reach out, but they better yeah. be in here, right? So these guys yeah, are Yeah, I, I check my DMs here all the time, so I, I'm, not a, I'm not afraid to, to communicate with anybody. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last one was... Um, it's, I don't know if it's uh, Japanese or what. So it's three symbols. I can't make them out. But it looks like it's like a anime gentleman with an orange face. F-I-K-H-R-Y. F-I-K-H-R-Y. Is he in here? No. <clears throat> looks like not. All right. So just let's pick three people that are in the room. You want me to? So maybe just skim down randomly if you like. Yeah, how about select. how about JC right there uh, on the top? Okay, um, JC. He's on, on my top, yeah. Sure, I don't see him, but yeah, if he's in the room, JC, DM, Rocker Nation. I'll send him a tweet, or a, a DM. Okay. What about the other two? Um... Oh, you know, I'm I'm a big the gods guy, so let's go with Mr. Uh, Mr. Cuddles. Cuddles, okay. Cuddles, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then one I love left. that I love that project, by the way. That's just and uh, let's go. Uh, let's go, Vader. Mr. Vader. Okay, cool. Mr. Vader. 
Perfect. <clears throat> All right. There's certain things you can do to get picked randomly. I know Vader's won a couple over the years, <laughs> over the months. I don't know if it's, hey, it's that, picked or random, but yeah, um, I think it's the I think it's the po- profile pick for sure. Yeah, yeah. Good the idea. PFP can make a difference. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, DM the uh, Speaker Nation guys and get those uh, those NFTs. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. for coming on, guys. Good luck with the build. Appreciate you. Yeah, you bet. Thanks. All right, so this world of mine, uh, Lafinity, Rocker Nation. Let's head back over to Mundusa. Mundusa, give us a two-minute salute, and then we can do the five giveaways randomly uh, to people that are here. The, the five whitelists. So over to you, brother. Awesome. Uh, Corey. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk. My mic was on mute for a second, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch base on the breeding again. Uh, I forgot to mention we have different eggs. Actually, they're going to have different breeding times. Some will be 24-hour breeding inside the incubator. Others will take seven days. It's kind of similar, like how Pokemon Go is. Um, we also we're going to have instant staking as soon as we're we hit 100% mint. The staking is going to go live. That's another huge uh, point I forgot to touch on. And then uh, again with the card game, it's going to be multiple. Uh, gameplay styles kind of like how there is in hearthstone and it's just gonna keep give us lots of opportunity to continue growing and keep the pro- projects longevity living for a long time so it's basically the main things i just wanted to touch on that we forgot and our our minting goes live wednesday 5 55 p.m eastern time for whitelist and it's 6 55 p.m eastern time for public sale but we're uh, pretty sure we won't even make it to public sale so if you want to get out on the whitelist just hop into our server we got a, a lot of easy, simple tasks that you can complete to gain a whitelist spot. We're trying to make it easy and affordable for everyone to join and be a part of the community. So just hop onto our Discord and get it rocking. Yeah, so for the five awesome. whitelist spots, guys, we with the five whitelist spots, guys, we have a specific channel. It's called Whitelist Validation. The first five people in here that want to come in and just let us know where you're from, we'll, we'll add you automatically to the whitelist. That way we can. Definitely want to see you guys in there. Let us know if you have any questions. Thank you, guys. That works well. Yeah, go in, maybe mention the show, but uh, go to their Discord and, and do as Corey said. So, All right, guys. Grateful to have you. Good luck with the Mint coming up this week. Thank Thanks you. Lot, Thanks man. for having us. We really appreciate it. This is awesome. Grateful for you. All right, Zillas, back to you guys. Two-minute salute, and then we'll give away that egg. Sure, mate. Let's give away one egg. Well, first, do yeah, do your uh, two minutes, and then I'll I'll pull the app up and just use it to pick someone randomly that's retweeted. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, let's pick one uh, people who have retweeted. Uh, so you have one minute one minute to retweet people. Um, I'm gonna. You make you want me me yeah you want me to do it myself or you want yeah I mean it? I can do it if it's easier or you can do it, it doesn't matter to me. Oh. Do it, do it by yourself. Maybe. Okay, cool. Yeah, you focus on the uh, the two minute uh, exit. Give us the yeah. you know, the high level, and then we'll, we'll do the giveaway. So, so far we are a project that hit, we have minted on uh, 15 December. We have grown a lot. Uh, we have developed a lot of things right now. We kind of think we are kind of undervalued because we are working on our game. We have released uh, uh, our token, our breeding system, our staking. Um, we have huge community with a lot of OG joining us. Uh, we think red is going to be much more expensive as the new um, breed um, phases comes. Also, uh, give utility in the game and also with all this kind of merch that is going to be huge. A lot, a lot of people, not just from our community, 
going to be interested to buy our match because they are going to be kind of unique. Uh, mostly it's going to be the hats. And also we have a lot of future with a lot of other projects. We are kind of um, uh, oh, not, not a new project. We are just an old project from uh, uh, this space. And we, we will continue developing and growing in the future. And as we told us, we are a long-term project. We are having fun right now. We are also earning uh, with the rats. And we are doing our um, breathing. We are doing our staking. Um, and, and the most of the, the biggest thing we are doing right now is, you know, gather our community, having fun, you know, and join this red. So uh, our game is going to be developed, uh, released in less than two months. It's going to be a multi-chain game, huge. That's also going to be handbox and sandbox. So that's going to gather us a lot of new eyes from Ethereum people to Ethereum money. We can, you know, make our Silas brand and renew it and known all over the world and that's our aiming right now i think with our game is going to be huge and it's going to be a lot of hype so i think you are pretty early if you want to know join the bamilia join our silas if you don't have the entry for uh silas genesis silas you can maybe buy a x or maybe a baby and all that also give you access to our doubts or whitelist or all this kind of stuff we are also our alpha chat so yeah um, pretty early for Silas. If you want to join us, we are a um, well-known um, project in the space. We have been here for a long time, and we will continue building in the long time. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, uh, new stuff uh, that's going to be launched soon. So, yeah, um, join us, guys. And we also are really open, you know, to people who want to know more about the project. Um, most of the time in the Discord, we are hanging out with the guys. So, yeah. That's kind of room. Silas. Thanks for coming on, Zillas. Good, good, uh, good run through. And actually, I, I picked three people just in case they weren't in here, and all three have left. So looks like you carry. He's a soul dog. He's not here. DJ Neighbor. Looks like he's not in here. And then that blank McBoss guy won again. And I don't see any of those three. So um, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to just grab someone down below? Uh no, I, I thought I think it's gonna be uh, kind of <laughs> unfair just to buy myself. Maybe you want me to help me? Let me run That's right. That's right. One more time. You <laughs> yeah, try one more time. All right. I'm trying to pull it up here. If not, if not, you can choose it by yourself. Okay. Since uh, we have different, you know, kind of organization of the guys, uh, I'm gonna say a uh, name. A number, and you're gonna count of the you know the people in the space from the left to right, from the top to the. Oh, I'm just bottom. doing. I'm using the app right now. Is that cool? Or you want to <laughs> okay, hold on? See. So who who retweeted it? Okay, so Tentafru, he's a soul dog. Oh, he's in here. Okay, good. Okay, that's amazing. Tentaf was it Tentafru eight? You want him to DM you, Zillas? Yeah, please DM me. Um. So Tentafru, you're in here. Hopefully you're, hopefully you're still listening. Yeah, he's waving. Okay. Send a DM over to Zilla as you get that egg. Congrats. Congrats, man. You are now a member of the Bamelia. Yes. Welcome to the team. <laughs> Welcome to the Bamelia, man. Welcome to the Bamelia. Roar. Zillas, thanks for doing that, brother. Thanks for coming up. Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, we had a couple <laughs> people came up. I don't know if Yusuf or MetaZen, if you have a couple a question or two really quick for the panel before we, we close out. And I know Intergalactic's got his... Um, 
his monkey that we got or his chimp we got to give away here as well but any questions from you guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i just uh um wanted to say hello uh from the medicines and i wanted to ask if it was too late to do um any collaborations with the team um so that way uh you know we could put out the word into our uh, community as well in charge servers uh if not totally okay i just wanted to ask uh, uh, since it's minting this weekend is that right you're saying uh the, the collabs with the projects on here or what are you yeah, yeah up there or with zillas the i said hello yeah. in the discord as well so we are we are we are, we are really open you know for whitelist and uh, we have uh you need to dm our mods they're gonna ask you some questions they want to ask you the requirements and we can do the whitelist, you know, collab for our um, community. So, yeah, just feel free to DM one of our mods on Discord. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, that's fine. Perfect. I will. And also, with anybody else who's on stage, I'm. we're totally collaborative. We're women-founded, and we're going to be launching on Solana next month. So we're, you know, just uh, getting our feet wet, Uh but it's so nice to hear uh, like the OGs uh, speak so like positively about the space and just welcome us into the space so well. So thank you. Hey, shoot me a DM uh, and then fill out the form as well to get on the show if you have interest in joining the um, uh, this show or the Lit Late Show. I actually have the Women's Pride NFT. I don't know if you've heard of them or not, but um, they're jumping on our show, I think, this week. Uh, the Lit Late Show. So we always have, obviously, a number of different types of projects that come on. So, yeah, fill out the form, and then we can try to get you on the show in the weeks ahead. Awesome. And I think we already actually communicated uh, earlier, uh, maybe like last week. It seemed like forever ago. But um, I remember how um, you provided me with so many good ideas of how we could work together. So, yeah, this is uh, – I'll do that. I'll do that. Thank you very much. All right, 100%. Thanks yes. for coming up. Yusuf, really quick. What do you got for us, brother? Yusuf? Hi. Hello? Yes, Yusuf? Oh, I just heard my name earlier. Did I win something? Or you were asking me a question? Oh, you're up. You asked to speak. So did you have a question or a comment for the panel? No, 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 actually. I don't. I don't. Okay, all good. Well, thanks for hanging out, man. Appreciate you. All good, all good. Intergalactic, how do you want to do your chimp? Want me to uh, pull um, some that we tweeted the, uh, the deal? If you, I mean, uh, how many shows are you going to have before the 14th? So we've got everything uh, worked out with Magic Eden. So we're going to do the 14th. Uh, okay. And a lot of people are like, so you went with Magic Eden. It's like, yeah, man, Crackle.is has a lot of shit going on. And even though Tom... And the Tayos are, are people we are acquainted with. It just didn't seem appropriate yet because we have such a massive project, right? So Yoon and Jack have been incredibly nice and incredibly helpful. Nick from Gnarly Nomies, they're such a good team, you know. So we are going to do the whitelist mint. So anyone who has already won a CHWL, a chimp whitelist token, that is actually the mint token. So Dev... <laughs> named it whitelist token should have named it mint token but it's okay scott's cool we give him a pass on that one so that token will be used on the 14th which is day one of hacker house 
we will be at Hacker House. I do have a handful of tokens. I will be giving one to Jordan, obviously, right? And Irvin, a few other ballers out there. So they'll have their chimps too. Anyone who doesn't like their chimp, we've decided because our Unreal dev, oh yeah, by the way, the game's an Unreal Engine. Our Unreal dev is so dope that he actually gave us an early customization option where you guys can actually use offspring token to change your NFT physically because it'll change the in-game character, right? We'll use Entangler. Well, we're going to go ahead and let everyone who does mint this first wave, you will get one free customization. So this way, it really doesn't matter what champ you get you'll be able to go into the Unreal Engine game and you'll be able to actually customize it as soon as P2E and everything's live. We're going to give you guys a demo pretty quickly. So I would say jump in Discord. Like, it's insane what we're doing. We're, it's more than just a game in Unreal Engine, but most of the people here know that. So I would say join Discord, like and retweet all of Moon's shit. How many shows do you have till the 14th, Moon? So I think we got like four or five shows this week. So probably, I think, three or four more. All right, so we'll do a giveaway for each of those. Plus, yeah, I can give an extra one away each, right? Because the 14th is about six days away. How many yeah, do you have left? Fine. I've got about nine or ten left. Okay. So, yeah, that's fine. We hey, well, so I did do the, the one from the retweet right now. Drew right. actually won. You want to give one to that guy? Sweet. Drew, go ahead and DM me. and uh, or Moon Drew Romeo. Stevens, it looks like. Drew Stevens, okay, sweet. And then as far as in the room, you can um, you can probably – do you have a way to do it for the room too? We can just pick randomly. Have uh, let's see. Um, why don't you have Corey pick somebody? Yeah, Corey, go ahead and pick someone randomly in the audience for the uh, other champ. What do you think? I'm gonna go with uh, Victor. Pick me, pick me. I like Victor's uh, symbol or his uh, PFP. It's cool. Where is he? All right. Victor RS. Uh, he's uh, got the the chimp with the the hat on. Or the ape with the hat. We see him. All right, Victor, go ahead and shoot me a DM. And then whoever the fuck Moon Rubbing said. Who was it again so someone doesn't see me? <laughs> I don't see a Victor, but yeah, is that is it JC? No. Who, who's Victor? I'll send you a screenshot of the... Okay. Yeah, just make sure... Oh, I see him. Victor RS. Okay. Victor RS, do you hear us, brother? Give us like a, a wave. He, looks like he may not be so he may not be awake. Victor. Damn, Victor's about to lose his shot, bro. <laughs> I think he just I'm dropped gonna... out of here too. Damn, he just dropped. look, quitters are gonna quit. And look, Reshob is so happy that that dude's a fucking loser. Oh no no Reshob. no! Well, Vic, Victor's waving. He's requesting oh, Victor, Reshop almost stole your chip, motherfucker. All right, Victor, <laughs> you better DM me. I almost gave it to Reshop on your ass sleeping. I think he moved up because he was requesting to speak. All right, Victor, you got the chip, okay? Victor, can you hear us? Anyway. Yo, Reshop aggressively almost stole that from you. All right, long show today. I got to get some other stuff done now. So this has been fun. Thanks to all the projects that have come up. Victor, make sure you DM Intergalactic Monkey Space Odyssey. Uh, we got Lefinity, Zillas, Rocker Nation, Moondusa, and This World of Mine. This World of Mine is today. Give them a, sh a shout or a shot. 
uh, go take a look, uh, 12 p.m. Central. Uh, thank you guys for everything, Koopy. Always good hanging out with you. And uh, we'll do this again. What's our next show really quick? The ninth. Yeah, so we got Lucky Soul Cats, Monkey Rejects, The Fun Guys, Pixels, and then uh, Bracket X. So a pretty good show. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. That's the wrong show. That's, that's actually a lit late show, 9 p.m. Um, morning Mint. <clears throat> oh, yeah, this is going. So 11 a.m. on the 9th, we've got Forge Bots, The Fellowship Dial, Sinova, Doge Capital, and uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, Very V-E-R-I-E-R-X for those guys. So that's going to be a lit show on Wednesday. Super pumped. I uh, do have some Lit Late shows tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday, and then I'm off for like six days. But um, thanks so much for, for having fun. Koopy, always good to hang mm-hmm. out with you. Um, yeah. I battled back from the migraine, you know, so I'm going to try to get on with my day. But we'll close right, up, guys. Thanks. All right, just take care. Moon, hope, get off hope you better soon. Thanks, brother. And, I appreciate um, it. All the best. Yep. Uh-huh. You all have a great Monday. Hi, Jim, sir. Who are we? Who are we DM, sir? Victor, you got it. Oh, you got a DM Intergalactic Monkey Space Odyssey up top. I am so. I am so. See him? The robot, black robot. Yeah, it's a chimp. Okay, thank you, sir. Yep, yep. Thanks, Victor. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. See you guys. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, Roving.